Hit him with the 4-5. Welcome into episode 45 of 3 Piece Set Podcast, where we're going to be doing our part two of our triple seven music, movies, TV review series for the end of the year. And it's the beginning of the year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope this is the last time I have to say it this year. Yeah, this should be. The I feel like the third day. I'm just like, fuck. All right. <laughs> yes. Happy new. Happy fucking new year. It's the fucking twenties, baby. Jesus, man. This is our first episode recorded in 2020. We out here. We seeing the vision, guys. Ooh, 2020. You see the vision. You know, I had my uncle tell me that he. I told him I had a podcast, and he was like, "Oh, you know, radio is going extinct." And I was like, "Really? Radio? How long has radio been out?" And it's going extinct. About 110 years. You know, it's its time. So wow. Yeah, honestly, when they tried to jazz it up with that satellite radio shit, it was like, all right, whatever. Satellite radio was pretty great when it first came out, though. Because you can cuss on there and stuff. You like can, shit, like yeah, shit, like shit. Four five, Howard Stern. Yep. Like, and how many years ago was that? <laughs> I mean, it was it's early 2000s. I mean, people still listen to it. People yeah, it. it's like it's better than that basic FM AM shit. I mean, we can get a satellite radio show if we really try it. Is that the agenda we're pushing for 2020? No. If they get the bag. Oh, well, you know what? I mean, if they get the bag, (laughs) all for it. Like, the fuck? But no, I think most, uh, like, radio programs are transitioning. Like, most radio programs you listen to, like, on the radio, they have a podcast that go along with it. Yep. So, let's say you want, like, the Breakfast Club. There's a Breakfast Club podcast, which is just their radio show. They just put it on the podcast. I was wondering. It's like, is there any other, like, side content? No, it's just the, just the show. We yeah, can get just it. Just I know The Reed has show. their podcast, and they have a show out now. So mm-hmm. that's a nice little jump off. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus and Meryl, they, they have a show. A late night show. Mm-hmm. From a podcast. From a podcast. Yeah, Conan. I think Conan. Conan has a podcast. Yeah, he has a podcast. Has a podcast now. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> In fact, the Joe Button podcast is the number one podcast on Spotify. Mm. That's and the podcast now has over like half a million podcasts alone. Nice, yeah, yeah. You can can gut this from episode. Yeah, like Spotify is actually building like ten like podcast studios just strictly in like California, and like that's the next big wave like from music. Like, yeah, we're investing heavily into podcasts. Yeah, I can't even lie. I've made the switch from listening to uh, podcasts on Spotify rather than. uh, just whatever's on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do that too. I, I generally listen to Apple Podcasts. I most subscribe to most everything there. But since one Spotify made it a lot easier to put podcasts on there, I was like, okay, cool. I listen to some joints just on Spotify. But yeah, like Spotify, I come to you. Like they can come to us and like, hey, we really like the content y'all putting out. Y'all have to exclusively post that podcast on Spotify, but here's the bag. And you may or may not be required to move up to California to record. Oh, yeah, No. What? You gotta move to Cali? Dang, y'all gonna pay for it? Isn't California Dang. expensive? Very. They paying for it? I mean, like, they're still they the, paying for what exactly? There's still everything else you gotta pay for. The way of, the cost of living is high as fuck. Move so, is like $8. So, so you mean to, if Spotify came to us and offered us like, uh, four of us, they offered us $5 million for our podcast. For, for a year? For, a, let's say a three year contract. Mm-hmm. They offer us five million dollars, and they'll move us from Atlanta to California. I'm getting the money, the five million, split four ways, and they're moving. They're gonna pay for me to move and my stuff mm-hmm. from Atlanta to California. Mm-hmm. Are they, they gonna find me a place to live as well? They give you the no. money, but they probably won't help you move. Yeah, 
They give, oh, they're, shit. They're financing, they're financing your move. Is it yeah, all that coming out the five million? Or is it separate? No, it's separate. We, we have good negotiations to get it separate. Okay. I mean, I personally never really wanted to live in California, but it seemed hot as fuck. Okay. And well, expensive. How much is eggs in California? <coughs> okay, we could stay in Atlanta, <laughs> but we only get three million. I probably just, I can afford to live here. You'll give like, up $2 million. To be somewhere that I like? <laughs> to, to be somewhere that I can afford? Like, I mean, am I going to spend that in California? Like, after rent and utilities. But and there's also the opportunity to make even more money while you're there. Oh, shit, you're right. Damn. I really don't. That's is the there. kicker. The bouginess of California. You'll get over You it. can stay home. You're right. You got Netflix right. Or. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> or you just fly across the country every other week to do an episode. No, I ain't doing all of that. I don't like to travel like that. Mm, I guess. You know, who am I to stop my shine? <laughs> Let me go to California. That's, that's, Let me shut up. That's a real coy there. Who am I to stop my shine? Let yeah. me shut up and be quiet. Yeah, Sassy, if it really came down to like, yeah, you have to move to California. Like, all right, look, Sassy, you're coming. <laughs> if, we have to tie you, if we have to tie you down and drag you out to California. I'm happy that y'all feel like I'm a essential part of this show. Um... You know, I ain't you've got earned, no kids. You've earned your two million. Yes. Well, thank you. We have, well, we, shit. <laughs> thank you. We have convince your girlfriend first. Like, oh, she'll come. Like yo, look. Shay, where else she about to be? <laughs> get her to come to California. She gonna. She probably be telling y'all when we going. Because I want to go. I mean, they got good law programs in California. Yeah. yeah. UCLA, yeah. Berkeley. Who got money for that? You know. Yeah. <laughs> you right. You keep playing them cards right here. <laughs> Baby, you want to go to Berkeley? You would be eating, eating. I would. Ooh, you know what? That is my dream, is to make enough money to buy the expensive ingredients to make the good food. Like, not to go out to eat, but to, like, be able to cook it myself and just, to like, I don't even want to know how much it is per market, pound. You got market value fish at the at the crib. I don't even, I didn't even ask how much it was per pound. I just said, give me five pounds of it. You look at your receipt later, it's like 50 bucks. Fuck a receipt. I just pass them the card. You ain't got to, like, oh, None of it's that. this, I, don't, I already passed You're wasting card. paper. Don't matter. You're against the economy. Would you like a copy of your receipt? What the fuck, fuck I look like? I don't, <laughs> coupons. That's the only reason why we need a receipt of coupons green. and e- I don't just, coupon. just, e- just email it. <laughs> <laughs> just email it. <laughs> No, I'll say the paper. Text it to me. Environmentalist. Oh, man. Text what do they have around. in California other than fires and... Earthquakes. Earthquakes. Crime. It's really the earthquakes that get me like, yo. It's not the, like, fires that they have? They're the fires, but they're always waiting for the big one. You know what I'm saying? The revelations? Yeah, that one is just The one that just breaks, just breaks California. Off the fucking country. Uh, off of the country. When Jesus comes back and he burns us instead of drowns us this time. I mean, I'd rather drown than burn, but, you know, each his own. Anyways. Top seven. Uh, <laughs> Wait, holy shit. Fire Force 2019. Fire Force 2019. <laughs> what if Jesus decided to burn <laughs> us instead? No, no that, that's, that's, the, that's what Re- Revelations is. He's going to burn us. But there's not going to be a rainbow. You know what I'm saying? At least he drowned us and we got a rainbow. The first time. What's a fire rainbow? What's 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 that? What's the light at the end of the tunnel of flaming force? Death. Watch Fire Force, season one. Is that on your list? Now on Hulu. It. After I watched those last couple episodes, I got to do an anime only list though. That's that's just what it's come down to because my whole list would just be anime. Yeah. So I decided not to because I watch a lot of other shit too. Hmm. 
So yeah. Nah, speak your truth, brother. Your favorite shows are all animated shit. I mean, they speak were, truth, but that's that's besides the I point. I finally added My Hero Academia, Academia to my list to watch because I finally just got Amazon Prime back. Just because you said so much about it, I was like, I'm going to watch the show. When it popped <laughs> up, I was like, add to list. Yeah, especially after yesterday's episode. Oh, it was the yeah. shit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like that moment we've all stuff. been waiting for and they finally delivered, like, like big Man. time. That's how I used to feel about <clears throat> Korean dramas. Like, when shit hit the fan, it hit the fan to the point where I had to run to my sister's room and be like, did you see what I just saw? She's like, yes. You need someone to share in the excitement. Yes. <laughs> well, you have Julian, though, so that's always positive. He's true. holding up the peace sign. What is this big thing of equipment here? It's like a big fishing pole. Speaking of big fishing poles, we're going to go ahead and pop it off with our movies. <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Who has a complete list? I have a complete list. Okay. For once. I have a long list, but I'm going to skim it down because it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Okay, so you said top five, right? I got something in my eyes so bad. Seven. Oh, it's top seven? Okay, well, I have like 13, which is good. Nice. You know, I'm overachiever in some ways. Ooh, never mind. That was a dirty joke. <laughs> but um, so... Top five movies, so or top television shows. I think this year or last year, there wasn't a lot of movies that I went to see. There was some that I went to see, like Harriet. I went to see Slim, Queen and Slim, <coughs> but I didn't. For you know whatever reason, I did go see. I did see Hobbs and Shaw, which was why. What possessed you to go see that? No, you know what? I got that on Redbox. Oh yeah. Went to the red box. It was trash. Anyway, that's Got you that's a DVD. Yes, <clears throat> on the PlayStation. Cause you know I had to look and see if I own a DVD player, and I didn't. You own a PlayStation. You own uh, a DVD player. Yeah, I know. I forgot. I keep thinking like, oh yeah, I should get a Blu-ray. PlayStation. Yeah. Is Blu-ray, right? Yeah. 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 That's what I was alluding to. Oh, damn! It took me a moment. Busting out the box. <laughs> Ooh. That was going to be dirty, too? No. That was the gist of it. Oh. No, because, you know, busting out the box, her box. She's busting out her box. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so shows. I have Handmaiden's Tale, which I don't think any of you guys watched <clears throat> Handmaiden's Tale. Where are movies? Let me scroll up, then. <laughs> so, movies. <laughs> um, Dolomite is my name. Netflix. Okay. Top movie. One of my top movies of last year that was like eddie murphy's comeback before he redid he went on saturday night live which my mom called me to ask me if i watched eddie murphy on saturday night live which was like a surprise because you know i never hear her talk about any comedian nowadays that she likes she likes the old ones you know they're not really touring anymore i don't really hear her excited about yeah nobody anything see, like that but eddie murphy to see the newest steve harvey shit. no not really <laughs> especially now no that's just a Every time I think of Steve Harvey, I think of like misogynistic and a mustache. <laughs> and it's like, I'm actually okay. So, yeah. seeing my mom, like, you know, she's about 56. So she's super excited. Eddie Murphy's back on Saturday Night Live. And I'm like, this is Eddie Murphy's year. Like, I feel like last year was the start of his year, but 2020, especially with Coming to America coming 
up this year. I think it's coming up out in Christmas during Christmas time, yeah. which is a great time to release a movie like that. I think that's going to be Eddie Murphy's year. But Dolomite is my name had me laughing from beginning to end. It showed me that Eddie Murphy still is Eddie Murphy, and that he knows how to act. Like I, sometimes you watch movies. And you'll see people trying to act like they come on the screen and they're not taking over the scene. I'm just looking at everything else. I'm looking at the clothes. I'm looking at this really horrible wig. I'm looking at, you know, the picture in the background that looks like the one in my grandma's house. You know, I'm looking at anything else but the person who I'm supposed to be looking at. And the thing with Eddie Murphy is when he comes on the screen, you're looking at him. You're paying attention to him. And that just shows his range. Yeah, he still has that magnetism about him. Yeah, exactly. So Dolomite, my, uh, Dolomite is my name on Netflix. That was great. Endgame, of course. I still rewatch Endgame on Disney Plus and Thor Ragnarok. But we can. Yeah. That's like I'm not gonna lie. Thor Ragnarok. I don't know when that movie came out, but that is still like. That's still one of my favorites. I will <coughs> watch that movie at any any time. I hope you cough. Like this doing everybody else. I'm so sorry. When they all talking. I'm so sorry. I hope he calls like this during it, when he talks. So. <laughs> oh yeah, you were horrible last week. I'm happy <laughs> that knowing a good enough, you feel better now. So you sound like a an adult, adult. You know what I'm saying? Not like a your balls haven't dropped yet. Because that's all I was thinking last week. What I said, nah, don't say it, sassy. <laughs> I'm saying it now. So anyway, yeah, says so, it. There you go. <laughs> I sound prepubescent. Yeah. You sound, you just, it was it was kind of adorable because I was just like, oh, this must have been what Julia sounded like when he was like 12. I don't know when like dudes' balls be dropping when oh your voice, gosh. but your voice was hitting high notes and no notes, low notes. Like it was a whisper in there somewhere sometimes, like a wheezing type of sound, but it was pretty funny to me. But anyway, so Hustlers with- Was that good? Ah, Goddamn. Did it, did it capture that it, nice strip club every, magic? No. Not, well, it wasn't, yes, in a way, like, it was more glamorous. Was it better than Magic Mike? Yes. It was better than Magic Mike. And I'll, well, okay, I'll tell you why, because I really love the show um, Fresh Off the Boat, right? Mm-hmm. So the lady who plays the mom, the actress who plays the mom <laughs> in Fresh Off the Boat, I forget her real name. She's in Crazy Rich Asians as well. She, I, it was, it was my first time ever seeing her in like a sexy role instead of playing like a mom character. So watching J-Lo, who, if anybody knows me, knows that I have a love for Jennifer Lopez, like high ponytail, baby hair, like lips pursed, like boobs up and out, asses out. Like I have a love for Jennifer Lopez. So just, I have a love for her. Like I want her to like cradle me in her womb love for jennifer lopez but that's neither here or there okay evangelion anyway so this is freaking j-lo teaching mom from fresh off the boat how to strip and how to pole dance and like the you know strippy outfits like very skimpy outfits it brought i mean i was watching it just like it felt like I was a teenager again. Not even teenager when, like, you know when you're young? Well, I don't know about y'all. She's kind of bad, though. Like, she... It was... I was... Isn't Cardi I was B so awesome surprised. I was sex, so sexually attracted to her because I only saw her as, like, a mom. And seeing her from that to this was, like, your acting chops are at the top. J-Lo coming out, doing what she... And had a... Um, 
I, I would call like a mini documentary where she showed how she how long she trained to learn the pole dancing and how difficult it was. And like a lot of people, especially like, you know, people like Cardi B who are ex-strippers who were like, you know, this was very difficult for us to do. You know, it takes a lot of strength, core strength to learn how to swing yourself from a fucking pole and drop directly into a split from a fucking ceiling for some dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, stripping's still one of the most impressive physical feats. It really, yeah. You know, Swinging Richards just opened a woman's like strip club next to it here in Atlanta because, you know, Swinging Richards is like the gay... Um, strip club. Did not know that. It's for the that. guys, and no it's right by us. So you, well, there you go. And you have to go. You can't like women can't go in. You have to be escorted, escorted by a guy. You can't go in by yourself. So now they've wait, opened. Wait, there aren't laws against that. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Probably, I personally don't care though. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not in there. It's called swinging riches because they swinging dicks. So it's like I'm not really into seeing a whole bunch of dicks. So wait, wait, wait. In my hold, on, face. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna flash back to episodes prior ago. Prior ago, is this why you tried to create a swinging pipes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try to steal. Some- <laughs> you saw this, you're like, yo, I gotta take it from my home. <laughs> that was the whole reason you joined this podcast. Like, this is perfect. All these niggas are in one place. I'm gonna get all of y'all. Y'all gonna have y'all matching outfits, and we gonna go on tour. Yo, it's gonna be for real. We gonna make all the. Do- I'm telling y'all, I'll make y'all money right for real. All right, while we're on this topic, so mm-hmm. you know how there's Hooters, right? Yeah. So what if there's like a male version of Hooters called Peckers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the guys just wear like, lipstick tube. All the all the guys wear like biker shorts or like gray sweatpants. <laughs> Oh like, my like God! Gray sweatpants, like they're not wife beaters. Like white, okay, t-shirts, whatever. Yeah, I guess. And they mm. just serve women, and it's like a, it is like a, you know, it's the same concept as Hooters, but yeah. just geared towards women as opposed to men. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think that could work. I think that you have to show more skin than some sweatpants. Biker shorts seem very uncomfortable after a while. You're and guys aren't gonna put on those tight hoses that women have to wear at Hooters. Hey man, to put before they if put shorts on. If there's a dollar, on. if there's a dollar to be made, then yes, it will work. You gonna see a niggas in some. You know what? I mean, you never know. I personally think if there's a dollar, if there's a strip, if there's a dollar to be made, then yes. You're right. There is somebody out there ready to swing something for some change. So you never know. I personally, I wouldn't want to go, but that's just like my prerogative. But I know a lot of people who would go. So. You know, anyway, that's not the point I was trying to say. Swinging Richards has a woman's strip club now, and it's only open from like 12 to 8. And I was just like, what strippers? Right, 12 midnight to 8 in the no, morning? No, daytime strippers. Oh, God. These are daytime strippers. I was like, they got kids in school right now. That's the only reason why they work the day shift. Like, that why? Make, that makes me think of people pulling up to stilettos midday, then coming in for some <laughs> fucking baguettes, <laughs> some croissants. And like, yeah, I'm on break. <laughs> There's a bunch of singles. I'm like, it's, I'm like, man, it's like fucking and they one, sweaty. One thirty. Yeah. What you doing? She working. Her kids in school right now. Drew. Little Bobby and Gina get out at three, so she got to work till one to make it to pick her kids up. I don't want to see those particular. If I see strippers. a bunch of old dudes with their shirt, their top buttons unbuttoned, a gold <laughs> chain, and too much cologne, I'm like, bro, you about to go hit stilettos, aren't stains. you? Or did they come back from stilettos? I feel like you either go in or, with the top either, button either. button, then you leave with the top button unbutton. You see what I'm saying? If you work in food in Atlanta, oh, you're gonna. What else is on your? That list? was y'all's fault. 
That but, was y'all. But you enjoyed Hustlers. Hustlers was great. I love seeing J-Lo do her thing. I love seeing... Um, I love seeing the women get together, even though, and it was funny because the whole situation with Cardi B and, you know, her drugging the guys that she used to strip for and robbing them and then coming out and saying that she said it did that and that become this huge thing on social media that, you know, women should be held accountable for the fact that they're doing the same thing that, you know, men are doing. I personally, you know, feel a certain type of way. I don't even want to talk about that right now, but that was a thing. And so, because of that, this movie coming out and Cardi B being in this movie, and that's a big part of the reason why, you know, this was an article that they written before this movie came out, so it's based on a true story. So, it was, um, I was just surprised that she was in it, and I was surprised that they even wrote a, um, made a movie about it. Isn't Lizzo also in this movie? Yeah, she is, and they only make, like, small cameos. They don't have huge parts in the movie. It was more like, this is for the um, preview, you know, to get people in the seats. But for the most part, it's J-Lo and telling her side of the story and the mom from Fresh Off the Boat telling her side of the story. So there's a lot of going back and forth with that. But what I did hear is that the lady who the movie's based off, Jennifer Lopez's character, she's suing for for her likeness in the movie. She said, you know, she didn't feel like she was portrayed right. Which, you know, if it was me and I watched the movie by myself and that's what they, I probably would be a little bit upset as well. Um, on there is going to be Us. Because it's Us. That's, um, I'm going to say that's just like a mentionable sh- movie. I liked Us a lot because, you know, everything that it brought to us. You know, it's a film about a horror film, about black people, suspense, you know, seeing us in ways that we hardly are ever seen. So I appreciated that, but there was parts of it that I really just didn't like of that movie. Um, and just, um, I wouldn't, it was not a realistic, it was made to be slightly realistic in like a, um, what's the word, like a different type of world in mm-hmm. a way. So, I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want with that. You can make your own rules at how the world works and how logic works. So, you know, it's your world, do what you want, but that kind of threw me off a little bit, so I wasn't a, that big of a fan of it in that way. But I love the movie, and I continue to rewatch it. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, another movie that made a made me make a playlist. <clears throat> That's a movie about Queen, right? Yeah, with um, I think his name is Freddie Mercury. Yeah, no, um, I was going to say the actor Rami Malek. Yeah, Ramik, who has a twin, by the way, which is really weird because they look they do look a lot alike. Which I always wonder about twin actors, like, when is that ever going to be a thing? I think he, his brother's just a person. He is. He's a, He actually, he went to UCLA. The brother did. And, like, they're both really smart, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Bohemian Rhapsody's up there and John Wick 3. Because I do like my action films. And out of all the action films this year, because no Tom Cruise movie came out. So this is, like, my, it's true. So this is one of my top like action fighting movies i thought hobbs and shaw was gonna be that for me like i thought that was gonna give me like my yeah like i want to see people like shoot each other and like fight in hallways you know and all of these type of things but i really didn't get that from that's why i was so disappointed in that movie because i was expecting like guns and cars doing unnecessary crazy shit that i would never expect a car to be in outer space, on the moon, you know, driving through whatever the fuck. I don't know, the dark side of the moon. They're just driving through the shit, racing each other. Like, I wanted to see some shit like that. I didn't I didn't want to see The Rock back in wherever the fuck 
island he's supposedly from in this particular movie and they're gonna fight each other with wooden boards and shit like that it was like every rock movie he's going to eventually be somewhere in a fucking woods with a big board of wood like fighting somebody or hitting somebody like we're gonna take this back to nature like we get that's a part of who you are that's part of your charisma as a person but that doesn't have to be your tagline in every movie so that was that was that and then i finally saw aladdin anybody watch aladdin no so i know i personally wouldn't go to the movies to watch aladdin right i wouldn't pay the money but since i have disney plus and you know it's aladdin so Mm -hmm. i watched it it looked great disney you know, it's Disney. They have all of the money. They have all of the coins to be able to do whatever the fuck they want in the movie. So All the resources. They Yeah, they do. So watching it, or any Disney movie, because I watched Lady and the Tramp too, and, and I've been watching The Mandalorian. So it's been like, you know, you can show that they have the money and they have that, but the person that they picked to play Jasmine, I wasn't a fan of. Like... They kind of made this movie um, uh, scene by scene as the animation movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people were a little bit upset because they were just like, I don't understand. But watching it and, you know, especially being a child through that time and growing up with that movie, you know those scenes, you know those songs. And I think they did a really good job. The guy who played Aladdin, I forget his name, the actor, but he, I give him uh, all the gold stars. Didn't they add like a random white character into the movie? They added... Yeah, as a prince. It was like a prince from Norway. Like, it was a made-up type of country or something. But you can tell they were, like, Swedish. Mm-hmm. And um, so they had, like, and no lie, when he came on the screen, because he literally is the only white person in the whole movie, you're just kind of like an eye roll. Like, oh, here we go. You know, some white savior shit. But then they let you know early on that jazz, like, because, you know, they got to show, like, some type of reason why they want the little girls to watch this movie. Uh, you know, like... I hate to say it, but it's like the type of trope that Disney has been using with their princesses as far as they're all going to be these new feminist icons for the little girls and all Mm -hmm. that good stuff. So early on in the movie, Jasmine was like, why can't I be Sultan? You know, there's this law. The law is unfair. You know, the same trope they use like fucking Princess Diaries 3. and Like every Disney princess movie, they use this trope. So it wasn't a surprise. I was just sitting there waiting for it to happen. So when it did finally happen, I was like, okay, you know, roll eyes, show me the singing. I just want to see the iconic scenes that is going to bring me like the nostalgia that I'm looking for. Um, It did. It gave me everything that I was looking for. It gave me all the stuff that I wanted. The only two things, the girl who played Jasmine, not so great. And the person who played Javar, you know, he's supposed to be tall, towering over everybody, you know, evil, you know, conniving, sneaky, it's like um, everyone knows the character of Scar, right? Mm-hmm. And if you had a person to play Scar and you put in The Rock, you know, it's like this doesn't fit because, you know, he's supposed to be this conniving type of character. And then you put this lovable, you know, round face, wholesome looking person. So that's how I felt they did with that character. He was more wholesome. He, anything that he said that was supposed to be said with some type of conviction, you didn't believe it. So that was more of a letdown. When he came on the screen, it was like, okay, let me, hopefully someone else comes on and it'll be better. But Will Smith, I give him a a good 
good try like a good you tried your best to make <laughs> what is true you tried you try he, he really tried his best to because that genie is a iconic role that's a robin williams forever we will forever know this role as robin williams mm. so he tried his best to put his own spin on it and I, I felt like he succeeded in a way, you know, there was a couple little things that they put in there to make him kind of like make it his own. Like, you know, he rapped a little bit. He can't sing for shit. So it was kind of like you can see the acting, him trying to act as he was singing because you can tell he was a little uncomfortable on screen during those parts. So I give him props for that. If you never saw the original Aladdin yeah, and just saw this version, would you think you'd be happy with it? I think so. I would be happy with it. Um, the girl who, because the girl who played Jasmine, she was in Lemonade Mouth on Disney Channel, which is something that I did watch, and she was on the Power Rangers movie, and she played the Pink Ranger, which is something that I, was trash, but, you know, nostalgia-wise, if you watch Power Rangers growing up, you're going to go watch this movie, and you're going to get what you want from it, and I got what I wanted from the movie. The storyline was horrible, but, you know, I got what I wanted from Power Rangers. Aladdin, same thing. So, I think that's probably... All of my movies, except for um, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. The Ted Bundy story that Zac Efron played Ted Bundy. Mm -hmm. Great movie. I'll watch that. And Booksmart. Have anybody have anybody seen Booksmart? No. That's, um, you know Jonah Hill? Yeah. It's his little sister playing. It's really funny. Um, isn't it, oh, isn't it, just, it, is it just like female it. super bad? Pretty when much. When it's supposed to and come yeah, across as? Exactly. And that's why I actually watched it maybe four days ago. So I was watching it. And that's when I found out that they were related. Because, you know, everyone was like, we didn't know that they were related. Then you put their them together and you're just like, wow, she looks like a mini Jonah Hill. So this is crazy. And that she acts the same so way. Sense. It's hilarious. The movie, I wish it was a TV series because I would go back to watch it. I thought it was going to be a lot of vagina jokes. Like, oh, you punch me in my vagina, that hurt. You know, you punch me in my tit, you know, shit like that. And I thought, you know, I was kind of assuming that. So there's been a lot of movies that are written for younger girls or young women. And it seems like there's a lot of guys writing what they feel that women think are funny. That makes sense. Yeah. So that do, classic do, white male do women, humor. Do women think that punching each other in the vagina is funny? I've never punched a friend in the vagina. I punched people that I've dated in the vagina. But if it happened, would it be hilarious? Yes. But I think a lot of violence is hilarious. So that's just me as a person. You know, a big group of my girlfriends probably wouldn't think punching each other in the vagina is that funny. You know what I'm saying? Which would make it even funnier if you If they got punched in the vagina, I would laugh it would, harder. It would be hilarious. That vagina ain't been punched in a long time. You know what I'm saying? It's just so <laughs> many jokes that you can make about punching vaginas. So it's like, it's an easy, it's easy, you know? So, but I not to give, a, give the movie away, but from what I did like about it was the lead character, she is a high-strung type A. You know, I've worked hard to get into this good school. I've not did anything fun, da-da-da. And then find out that every single person that she feels is like a stoner, sellout, da -da, not sellout, but, um, you know, doesn't care about school type, burnout type person, all of them are going to good schools. Like Harvard, UCLA, you know. So, so the freaks were actually geeks. Oh, the freaks were actually geeks. Exactly. And, <laughs> and you're just lame. And she was just fucking lame. And that's what they were saying. They were like, you know, you only cared about school, blah, blah, blah. This is the plot line. Let me live it up before I go off to college. And then that was her plan and her and her friend get together. 
and they go out and have this epic night. So the one thing that I really love about this movie is that they have a term. So if I need you for any reason, you can't say no. They'll say Malalia. Malala. Malala. You know who Malala is? The girl who... Mahala? Is it Mahala? I can't pronounce her name. You know who got shot, trying to go to school, and she became um, an activist? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's fucked up, but that's the term that they use. So if I say to you, what's her name? Mahala. You have to, no questions asked. You have to stop what you're doing. You have to come with me and you got to have to help me. That shit made me laugh so fucking hard because out of all the women, I thought they would have Yeah, least, like nothing, nothing brings you down to earth other than knowing that cult, people of color exist. And they were both white. And, and I know it's fucked up, but that shit had me laughing. So it was just like um, Olivia Wilde directed that movie. And I was extremely proud of her. I was like, I'm not a big fan of hers. I think she has a really big forehead. And it makes me, <laughs> you know how like you see little kids and they've repeatedly just hurt themselves growing up that they had that one bump on their head that just never went away. That's like her whole forehead. And when I see her, it just looks like she got hurt. Just quite a noggin. When she was younger and no one ever like wrapped it up to make it go back down. What a crazy cranium. It is. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> that's the end of my list. Thanks for listening. All right. Who's next? Josh, you got your list? No. <clears throat> I didn't watch movies this year. I okay. saw two. They weren't that good. That was my list. What two movies weren't that good? Um, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's, it's It was okay. Oh, yeah. I and then the other one, I think the only other movie that I saw in the theater was like Endgame, but I mean, it was Endgame. Everybody knows it was Endgame. Yeah, there's, there's there's nothing I can say about Endgame that hasn't already been said about Endgame. And I think that's pretty much it. I actually just looked up like a whole bunch of uh, 2019 Netflix movies, and I saw a couple of them, and none of them were. They were just like very. It was a very average year for me when it comes to movies. I can't even put. Yeah, even I was ho- like I was hoping it would have came to me very last so that I can see, get a review of the year. But your problem is you didn't go see Promere. Yeah, I didn't see Promere. That's uh, Promere. Not even Dolomite is my name. I wouldn't put that on my list, to be honest. Oh. It's a great movie, but it's like I'm never gonna watch that movie ever again. I understand that. Like for me, for me to put any movie on a list, I would have to at least want to watch it again. It's just like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care to see the film. Mm. But it was great, you know. It's a great one time, one shot. You know, I hope it wins all the awards. But it's a great it's Netflix not. movie. Sure, I guess. I mean, are you glad that you saw it on Netflix as opposed to going to the theater to see it? Um, I I would have want I would have wanted to go see that in the theater. Um. It, it's it's it, I wouldn't necessarily consider it like a Netflix film or like a theater film. It was just like a really good movie. Like it's one it's just one of those movies where if you saw it in a theater, you might have enjoyed it more because of the theater experience is always better. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's it, to me it was it was just a solid film, very very solid film. But don't care to see it ever again. Okay, Drake, you got your list. I do. Um, yeah, my list is actually short as fuck too. I got like five. So my number five is uh the DBZ super. Movie for oh, Broly. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, wow. I actually watched it the other day again. What's it called? The Dragon Ball Super Broly, the new movie. It came out at, like the end of last year, but uh, it's basically like thirty to forty minutes of them, a plot, and then an hour of fighting, and then like an hour straight of like Just Broly hands. giving everybody hands. This is Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Z plot is is the plot good? Is the plot like worth 
Do they do they do they get into the lore of Dragon Ball Z yeah. enough? No, they they retcon a bunch of shit that we that was like already known about Goku and Vegeta, basically to insert Broly into the universe in a good way, and it makes sense. Like there was a, a manga spinoff for like Bardock's life, and it showed like he was like, "Oh, Freeze is probably about to kill us all. Let's ship Goku out of here. Let's listen this nigga to some shit called I don't know what this shit's called, but." He'll be fine down there. <laughs> and Goku's looking. He's like a he's like a toddler. He's like, "Yo, what what are you guys doing? <laughs> Why aren't y'all coming with me?" Yeah, and they have like this sad, touching moment. And yeah, then they flash forward to the future. Yeah, it is weird thing where like it rewrote the canon of Dragon Ball Z. So that's very so it's very like not controversial. Maybe too strong of a word. It's but a little it's like, d- d- divisive. Yeah, but it's like this is what the, this is what the lore is, and now with these new movies, even with the Broly movie, you're changing. Like why Broly was mad at Goku is now is like it's a better reason now, but like essentially is like you changed the basis of this character that mm-hmm. we grew up with, and I know, mean they just don't like change. That character, that character was never canon, <clears throat> so granted, Broly was never canon. Now he is canon. So now he is canon. So that's good. Uh, my next movie is Us. You know, like I didn't try and project onto this movie, like any of the deeper meanings. I just went to go see a, a horror slasher flick, and that's kind of what I got out of it. So I enjoyed it on that level. And then like Lupita, she really like killed that role, mm-hmm. and it was really good seeing like a like an all black cast, like a like a dark skin <laughs> cast on screen, and everybody's like doing a. Yeah, you know, a good a good that, acting job. Yeah, I think that's something people that talk about. Every the main family, all of them were dark skinned. That's you don't see that on television a lot. You don't see that in a lot of movies. Yeah, you always have the random mixed daughter. Yeah, <laughs> well, the wife is a dark skinned husband. The wife is always uh, a a lot lighter, and it's a dark skinned woman. The husband has to be white or very very fair skinned. Have to cover all bases. Yeah, so yeah. Even down to the kids, like everyone being like a nice dark skin tones. Refreshing, yeah. And then the opposing cast was the same family, so it's like okay, they're putting like everybody was pulling two roles, so that just kind of added to the depth of it. But um, it like the movie did have its flaws, but like like I said, I just took it for what it was and not what it, like people expected it to be. Because mm-hmm. when the trailer first came out, people felt felt like they had the whole entire movie figured out in the little two minute trailer. And oh, this is exactly what the movie's gonna be about. It's about this, and these are the themes it's gonna cover. So when the time by the time the movie came out, and then necessarily cover those themes or cover them in that way, people were like, I think a lot of people were disappointed. Like, oh, it's not as good because it didn't live up to the expectations I set upon it. Because this is what I thought it would be. Or this is what I wanted it to be. And probably ruined a whole bunch of other people's opinions of it as well. Yeah, exactly. yeah, pretty much. Like you, you couldn't just exist as a movie. I think I think I wonder if that would be like a curse on Jordan Peele. Like nothing, everything that he makes has to be has to have some other undercover, you know, meaning to it. He he can't just make a a, yeah. a good film. I mean, there's a there's a lot of like things that you can draw from this movie, like the parallels to uh, communism, the Red Scare, the like the whole the poor and weak rising up against the the rich, the elite, like mm-hmm. as above, so below, mm. thriller. Like Bible verses, there's a bunch of shit in it for people to like look at and pick apart. Yeah, and it's more uh, subversive. Like with mm-hmm. Get Out, 
everything, like all the symbolism there and if they're thrown right there in your face. Like when he walks into the house, it's the alpha sign. And then when he leaves the house, it's an omega sign. So it's like, oh, it's the beginning of the movie and the end. Like everything is like thrown in your face, symbolism, 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 and get out. And this one is a lot more, you have to do a lot more, I guess, thinking. Or the, okay, what could this mean? So I personally enjoyed that because it makes me think more. Like after I watched the movie, we had a whole podcast. We talked about the episode of it. Uh, we you know I had other discussions with people at my job. But oh, what do you think the movie meant? Stuff like that. Whereas Get Out, I was like, no, this is what it was. If you don't know what it was, you just go on your phone and look up the symbol. Or it's generally everyone knows what Get Out was about. People are still debating what us is about. So I think that therefore makes it a better movie. Yeah. And but, then with even like the twist at the end, I rewatched it the other day and I was looking at it because when I initially watched the movie, I like that was always in the back of my mind, but I wasn't necessarily like looking, like actively looking to see what evidence she's proving that, you know, that spoiler, spoiler happened. You know what I'm saying? So I was watching it from this, from this perspective, looking at it like, huh, I mean, the signs are always there. So, mm-hmm. like, I was just paying super attention to him this time. So, that was good. Uh, my next movie is going to be Endgame. Uh, when I rewatched it, I got a lot, like, the kind of nostalgia factor that it plays on, like, the whole, like, this is the culmination of X amount of years in the MCU. Like, that kind of, like, faded a little bit. And I was kind of, like, it hit the point where I realized I liked Infinity War better. Mm-hmm. Because he like, came around to Josh's side. Yeah, like in like I'm not gonna shit on Endgame, but that's not a movie like that's as rewatchable. It's not infinitely watchable as Infinity War. Yeah. So like Infinity War is just like yo, some niggas showed up to throw hands. Like Endgame's yeah. like let's be emotional about some shit. And I'm like, uh, it starts to get old after a while. There's certain scenes where it's just like iconic, and then but the movie itself. Yeah, no, like some like, of those scenes you don't just re- like, you don't really feel like being emotionally drained throwing that film again. Yeah, it's like three yeah. hours. Like Infinity War, yeah. yeah, Infinity War is more action, but like this one is just like emotionally draining. Yeah, it, it's two hours of plot of hey, here's a love letter to you, fan. It's literally just a two hours of fan. And service. there was not enough. Yeah. There was not enough action. Yeah, and they they give you a whole hour, like shout out to Z because he predicted it's like yeah, it'd be it could be two hours of a heist film, which essentially it was a two hour heist film. Yeah, and then the last hour is literally just a fight. Yeah. So it was like, it's the whole last hour of a fight. So, like, could you really say an hour worth of a fight is not enough fighting? Whereas, no. compared to Infinity War, the whole movie out the movie, yeah. You got to sprinkle that bitch in a little more. Like, and they tried to, and it was more so fan service than real fighting. Yeah. Like, some of it, like, even Captain America fighting Captain America, that's just 100% fan service. Oh, yeah. I actually went back and watched the first Captain America because I never watched it. And it's I, trash. It, I, did, I did see it recently as well. It was it was good to see the little Easter eggs because you know rewatching yeah. all those Marvel movies, mm-hmm. especially seeing the in the last couple ones and rewatching them. I watched a couple, at least five of them in a row, in you know in order, and I was like, oh, lots of Easter eggs. That movie was really boring. Uh, the first Captain America, but I've, it really I can I've never watched it all the way through. I can you never, never did. I it's literally never I like it. I like it, but it was still just as boring. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I don't like this as much. But yeah. now that I went and watched it, the whole thing, I'm like, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. But it's yeah. not as good as Captain America too. Yeah, no. it you got to think about it in the times saying. that it came out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Winter Soldier is arguably the best. It's the best. It's not even arguably. Mm-hmm. 
The best Captain it's America. Definitely movie. Tom, it's, <laughs> it's the best Captain America. Captain movie. America movie. No, it's 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 the best Marvel. People are people still know. say that. I think, I think. I'll watch Thor Ragnarok. I'll put that just on. It's definitely top day. five. Uh, Captain uh, Winter Soldier's top five. Thor Ragnarok's top five. Black Panther's top five. Infinity War's Infinity top five. Infinity War. The first Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mm. going to the movie. I what saw really that happened twice. in the first Avengers? It's New the York. This is the Battle of New York. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a Loki and in, in the introduction of the, the aliens. Mm-hmm. I, I rewatched it. It, it was it was it's time. okay. The first Avengers is it's okay. You when they t- first came they was, out, it was they were still a big trying to thing. figure it out. Yeah, how to like incorporate everybody. Yeah, they definitely perfected it as the Avengers movies went along. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna count the second one though. I'd like to see it. What, Age of Ultron? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see it again. Age of Ultron. I gotta see it again. I watched it once and I wasn't fucking with it. Ultron wasn't a bad movie. I thought I, I thought it wasn't bad. I will have to see it again to see how bad people really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Is that you expect Ultron? You know Ultron from the comics or from the animated series? Ultron's like the powerhouse. Mm. Like this nigga's taking niggas out. He's scary. And the trailer, original trailer, was so scary. Like there are no strings on me. Like, oh, this nigga's coming for heads. And then you get it, and Ultron is literally just Tony Stark because he's literally the summation of Tony Stark's subconscious and um, the Hulk's subconscious. Like. So he's like, oh, this is just, literally Ultron in that movie is like, oh, what if Tony Stark was evil? This is who he would be. That's still a badass character. Maybe because I didn't know it. Maybe because I didn't really know too much about it. I'll, I know a little bit about it, but I didn't know too much about it, which is why. Because I have less to be disappointed in. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just used to think of a mechanical Mewtwo. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay, and actually, my second movie was uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I was going to say Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu Detective, Detective Pikachu. I still haven't seen that shit. I started it. I didn't finish it. What did you see? What were you watching it on? I don't know, but it was. Did you get to the red box? No, it was on. Got um, you a DVD. I hate you. Were you watching it on Redacted? It was. It was on something. I really don't know, but um, I saw. What is it? The me and me. What is it? Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Mew Mew. <laughs> Mew Mew. I know that's like the name of Thor's <laughs> hammer. It's something like that. So I get, it, yeah, so I get it like confused. <laughs> but like I saw them in the, at the beginning. I hate you. It's not New York. <laughs> man. Oh, man. But this movie, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, It was a good way to like get the ball back rolling after um, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's like, oh, yeah, Tony Stark's dead. Tony Stark's dead. Tony Stark was his uncle, basically. That was his Uncle Ben story. We don't have to kill you Uncle know Ben. What? We yep. just got to kill Tony Stark. Yep. And then, to top that off, after that, they're like, yeah, we're going to take Spider-Man from the MCU. And then we had this whole like month-long debate. Like, is this nigga coming back? We going to get to lease him out? We going, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, they're going to force us to watch Venom 2. Like, <laughs> what's going to happen here? And then, you know, we got him back. So that's... For two movies. Whatever. That's that's, that's, that's all he needs. Two more movies or was that's all, that's all Far From Home so, counted as one of those movies? That'd be like eight years. No, it's, nah. that was the second movie. So Spider-Man is going to be... Marvel's going to produce and make Spider-Man 3, which would be the end of that trilogy. And then they get him for one more movie, which you can... I assume would be the next Avengers movie or the Young Avengers. Let's hope it's Fantastic some, Four. Fantastic Four or some team up. Or Blade. Yeah. We need the Blade and Spider-Man. Listen, if Spider-Man is a cameo and Blade, 
I, I, I don't know what to think about my powers. I will be undeniable. Who's playing the blade game? Oh, Mar- Mar- you, you would have, you would have, you would have to call me a prophet at that point if they put Spider Man and Blade. I mean, they do team up at one point. I would like to see it. I would like to I'd see, see it. Blade and Black Panther together with Storm. I would like. I just to want see black that. people together. Ooh, that uh, New Mutants movie that I thought got like shelved is actually coming back. It's coming out. Oh yeah, with like, um, the horror esque. Yeah. Where they're in like the yeah. Sane Asylum or something like that. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, to no surprise, my number one was uh, Promere. Mm. What a fucking movie that was. Promere. 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 Yeah, it's a uh, well, it's an anime movie made by Studio Trigger. They brought us Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, SSS Gridman. A uh, couple classics. Couple classics. Go ahead and name it. A couple classics is the name. I can't think of it right now. Go ahead and name no, it. No, the the, the Darling in the Franks. Darling in the Franks wasn't as good as anything else they put out, but like Darling in the Franks. Yeah, style wise is dope as fuck. If there's one drawback the studio trigger, which is Sino, is a offshoot of uh, Gainax, who made Evangelion. Like Studio Trigger the break broke off from them and created their own studio. If there's one drawback you can have for a Studio Trigger. They kind of make the same story every single time when they get their original content. Mm-hmm. The plots of all their shows are kind of the same thing. It's you cool. They're, they're, they're done different like, ways. You're unlocking and kill or kill. It's, yeah, it's the same plot. It's kind of the same thing. But we love it. Darling and the Franks, Garn Loggins, the same same plot. Yeah, I guess I gotta watch it then. Studio uh, premiere, even premiere, and I, I, I'd like to think more of it is like they're paying homage to their old shit on like the big screen. No, they do. They went through a part where it's like they, you can see parts of every show they ever done right there in the movie. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like I remember seeing this in Garden Log. Like you just at one point you just waiting for like, who the hell do you think I am? Like you just waiting for that. <laughs> you're just waiting for that scene. It doesn't happen though. I don't think. I don't remember. I need to watch it again, honestly. Like, I want to get this movie on Blu-ray. I want to. I want to get this shit on my PlayStation. I want to have this shit like readily available to watch. All platforms. All platforms. Yeah. It had like one of the best opening sequences that I've seen in a movie in years. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just anime, straight up. Anime just straight. Movie. That shit had me. Mm. So I was in the theater. I was like, yes. yes. I'm, I'm up there in fucking Midtown Theater. Was it the Midtown Theater? It was the one on. Um... This shit on Ponce. Yeah. Plaza Theater. Plaza yeah, Theater. Yes. That shit had me in that little theater like pumped. It was like four other people in there. I'm just like, yeah. Standing up. Yeah. Because you know there's only four other people. Yeah, there. exactly. I'm like, yo, this shit is sweet. The music was great. <laughs> the colors they used. It was like very um light. Yeah, that's a great theater to see that movie. Yeah, that shit was, that shit was nuts. It was man. almost like, like pastel colors they used all yeah. throughout the movie. It was like neon pastel colors with like... Mm-hmm. Triangles and squares and like oh, polygons, like, oh. like a bunch of polygonal figures. Like the mm. fire, like the fire just looks so amazing. Like this whole thing's about firefighters fighting fire manipulators. If Jesus came back with fire, like you said earlier, yeah, yes, they would be the people that wrangle the fire. Y- yes, they would wrangle Jesus. They are Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the essential plot is at some like. Everyone, you can spontaneously combust in the flames. And when you do that, like, you're still, like, person. You still move around. You're still active. But, like, you're setting everything around you on fire. What? And Essentially, it's the job of the firefighters to come and put you out. Will I still be alive? Yes. Essentially, yeah. your body is burning with cosmic energy from extra-dimensional beings. 
and it just gets it gets channeled through you. So you're kind of just treated. me or like other people too. There's other people. There's other people like that. So Are we basically, not special people. Like you're special because the fire inside it is telling you to burn as bright and as hard <gasps> as you can. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So essentially, you're. You would be a mutant or an outcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would be a marginalized person. Where do they live? Person. How do they sleep? How do they live? That's the thing. The government is like hunting them down. So yeah. the firefighters They're are actually, actually fine. They just want to burn things from time to time. Oh, they want to burn stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. oh They don't I want see. to kill people. They're just like, yeah, I just, I kind of just want to set some shit on fire. Like, and I can do it. Why won't you let me do it? <laughs> I mean, all, essentially, it's a movie about um, pyros. Yeah, so it it actually does a lot to talk about like immigration and shit like that too. Like the like one of the groups is literally called the Freeze Force, and it just makes you think of ICE. ICE. Yeah. yeah. Are the friars Mexican people? Even the main. <laughs> I mean, even the main villain, he has like a toupee type. Yeah, no, he looks yeah. like uh, Trump. Yeah, he Doesn't, got he has. Is blonde he orange? Hair. He has blonde hair. No, he's they no, knew. No, he's ta- oh shit, he's tan. He has blonde hair. Yeah, they knew. They mm-hmm. knew. They make a lot of alliterations to the real world. Yeah, and it's like I it, it was dope to see that in a movie, like a lot of social commentary. So mm. that was nice. So yeah, that was definitely my movie of the year. Okay, so uh, I, I I too had Avengers in game, so don't need to talk about that. I too had premiere. Don't need to talk about that. I do add Dolomite is my name. Um, Dolomite is my name. I do feel like it was like a very, very great movie. I see what you mean, Josh. You said like you wouldn't necessarily watch it again. But like, I since I already seen it, I'm not going to watch it again. But if I'm with someone who's never seen it before, I'm like, yeah, we got to put this on. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we got we to put this on. So yeah, I was, that was great. Hey, have you seen them? You saw the movie Dolomite before Dolomite is my name, correct? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw, like I saw, I was in my black exploitation um, phase, as it happens from it's time to time. It's a good phase. Yeah, I saw, Dol- I saw, I was watching Dolomite. It's a great, it's actually really funny. It's if really you have f- the Brown Sugar app. It's a real funny movie. There's a Brown Sugar app? It's also on Amazon Prime. For real? Yeah. What the fuck? For real? What is on it? Black exploitation movies. Oh. Is it free? <coughs> You get like a one month free trial. No, so it's yeah. free. It's long enough. <laughs> um, and I also had Us. So again, we already talked about that in uh, at nauseum. Um, two of the other movies I had on my list that we didn't have to talk about was The Irishman. Because I personally like oh, yeah. old gangster movies. So it's three and a half hours. You long. made it through the whole three five? No, I haven't. But just from what I've seen, I was just like, just watching the first third of that movie, like, yeah, I loved it. I just don't have time to. I don't have three and a half hours to dedicate just to sit here and watching this. I, if the ending was terrible, it would have mattered. Oh, it's bouncing. Yes, it would have mattered because I do. I'm a person. I do think the ending is like paramount. Like if a movie's great, but the ending's really bad, it ruins how I look at a movie. Like in the show, like in the anime. If you're watching the anime and it's really great, but then the ending sucks, it's like ah. Oh, yeah, there's plenty. There's wrong. plenty of things where the, everything was great until how they wrapped it up. Like yeah. it, literally, every it'll be like everything until the last episode or everything except the, like the last thirty minutes. Chamber, okay. Chambers, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so I just don't. So the Irishman was like a really, really great show. Cause yeah, I loved. Um, uh, the Goodfellas. I loved Godfather. I love Scarface. So seeing movies like in that vein, like this old gangster shit going on in like early like New York, I was like, oh man, like these these white niggas be getting in, right? 
And it's like, wildin'. Yeah, they wildin'. You, got, you see Joe Pesci, you see Al Pacino, you see um, oh, what's buddy name? All the classics. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, he was in Heat. Oh, who can't kiss for shit? Yeah. Like the worst sex scene of my life. Oh, what's his name? Robert Al yeah, Robert De Niro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one that the actor guy. Yeah, yeah uh, De Niro. He likes black women. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Robert De Niro. They had uh, Raymond. I don't know how he got him. Uh, yeah, money. So every- like he's sucking their face off. It was like everybody loves Raymond. Raymond, he was in, he's in the movie. So it's just like I mean, there's a severe <laughs> lack of black people, at least from as far as I've gotten. It's called the Irishman. <laughs> there's some black. Do Irish you really want us in that movie? <laughs> No, but any movie I do watch, I lo- I like re- representation. Hey, Mulian, go get me a Mulian. Yeah, hey, like, reach, reach in your every backpack, movie, but give me a great soda. Every huh? movie besides is that the black person? Like even in no. even in mm-hmm. Premiere, they had black characters, so yeah. it's just like okay, cool. I do. It is very like white, a lot of white. But you know, it's cool. You understand? I'm watching a movie about the Italian mob. Of course, they're gonna be racist. Yeah. And then it's also against everybody. And also, I think it's a movie for like older white men because the guy—it's not like he's a young, a young punk on these streets trying to build a name for something. No, this nigga's like in his mid fifties, and he goes out and it pretty much used to be in the war, and they—he's essentially hired as the muscle. Mm-hmm. So he's a 50, 55, 60 year old dude. Who's your muscle? Mm-hmm. He's going around. He's dri- he's driving the cars. He's oh, or um, them platforms. <laughs> yeah, like oh, someone hired him from a job. Like hey, I need you to burn down this mattress company or well, this uh, this uh cleaning this uh laundry mat because they're t- stealing from my business. All right, cool. He goes to burn down the burn down his laundry mat. He uh once some guy he uh his daughter in the movie like a a store clerk I yelled at her and pushed her down. He's Damn. like, what? He goes up with his daughter. He goes into the store, asks her, "Bro, I don't want no trouble." Pulls him out, beats Buddy up on the front of the car, breaks his breaks his leg on the curb in front of everybody, and then spits on him and walks away. So it's like, Damn. so yeah, it's a movie about okay, cool. And then he ends up leaving his family. Like his, he has a wife, kids. He ends up leaving them for the young, harder chicks. So I was like, oh yeah, this is like a movie for like you can tell it's made by older white men. Like hey, no matter how, how old you are. You still, still get Yeah, you still got it. Like you can still be that guy. It's never too late to become who you want to be or be. Oh, you need some gas station pills. Self. So, <laughs> you know, if I was an older white man, I feel like that movie would speak to me specifically. But because yeah. I'm not, but because I just like gangster movies in general. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, and then like seeing it be like a modern. Most people like Rotten Tomatoes. If you watch like 50 greatest movies list, a lot of people had just ranked like very, very close to the top. So see, I was like a modern classic. And yeah, then it's a Netflix movie, so Netflix put the budget behind this too. Yeah, so it's like okay, cool. And then knowing for like rap music and how often they reference these old gangster movies. Yeah, I was, it'd be interesting. Like five, ten years, maybe me next year. For all we know, like people referencing this movie and see if like the mafioso rap, if that makes the true comeback. Do we get references to this? As a modern classic now, probably. So that's, so that's something I think would really be interesting to see going forward. The references mm-hmm. this movie because this movie is so influential or so big. How would it affect? Would it have the same effect on culture that the previous prior gangster movies did? And then <coughs> with um the success of this, okay, Netflix now after what was, what was that movie they had with Will Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. After that kind of flopped. Well, not flopped. It did well. Everyone watched it. But after they didn't get the best critical acclaim, 
with Dolomite is my name getting great critical acclaim, with this movie getting great critical acclaim. Now I'm interested to see what does Netflix do. Like, do they keep trying to produce these big blockbuster budgets? Um, do they keep giving a great director? Hey, like maybe the next Jordan Peele movie we get is hey, we open up the budget, you can do whatever you want. Just I see what put you it mean. on Netflix. Yeah. So like now that they, these movies have success, now it's like, okay, how does Netflix move forward now? You feel me? I wonder if Netflix can even keep up the what they're doing with that. I can I can only imagine if they can afford to keep doing that. For how long? I mean, yeah, sure. I feel like there's something within the next couple of years, but like I don't think that's a I, I would highly doubt if that's like a long term. Yeah, I mean they put like I think in this last year alone, they put over a billion dollars just into like new content. So again, with everyone creating their own streaming platforms and yeah, so constantly I, I, losing I, I things, know, how much money can they, they possibly have to keep investing? Yeah, how much money could they be how much money could they possibly be spending to where it catches up with them because they couldn't possibly make as much money. I mean, I feel like there's a finite. I, feel, I really still feel like there's a finite amount with streaming. Yeah. Well, it's. it's I think it gets to the point. How, what do you think? There's like your threshold mark is. Like, at what point does everyone have Netflix? Like, do you know anybody who doesn't have Netflix now? Only people I know like my grandma, or maybe a couple of my aunts. But everyone knows generally has a Netflix account or have access to a Netflix. Yeah. Account. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how? Which is why they're really trying to crack down on people sharing accounts. But like, how do you bring more people in? Which is why they have so many better like, content. I yeah, but what you're saying. but they opened up to like China, so they have a lot more Chinese movies now. They're having a lot more uh, foreign films they're trying to bring in. Good, they're trying to spread across. Net- a lot of series, a lot of foreign yeah. series. Yeah, they're with trying really to- bad mouth o- mouth overs, dubs, Voice-over. dubs. Yeah, yeah it's, it's bad. Yeah, so they're trying to like you can tell they're trying to become more and more global. So it's like okay, so what these big budget films is it to bring in the people like oh this movie is such you know. It's doing so well. It's talked about so much. If you don't have a Netflix, you have to watch it. Or if you think about losing or deleting your Netflix, you got to keep it around. Yeah. You know, every year. If Netflix comes up with three big budget movies every year, that could be enough to keep someone around for a whole year. You feel me? Drop one at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, the end of the year. And every year they have their holiday specials they put out every year. So. And their big series, like their Stranger Things. and Yeah. Yeah. Which again, stranger thing, how much longer is that gonna last? Because Yeah, those, those kids, kids are getting older. older. Yeah. The kids are getting kinda older. They said it's like two more seasons of that. <coughs> I'm gonna be off to college. Stranger things, college years. Have y'all yeah. seen the, the, the revamp of uh, Ghostbusters the trailer yet? No. Yeah. It's basically it's basically Stranger, stranger Things. things. Yeah. It's basically mm. Stranger Things. Like not even like I thought when I saw it and when I saw you know when you look at the comments, it's like, Oh yeah, but no. It's it is what it is. It is what it is. Because it has the guy it has like the main character from that. And I think one other, one other character. Well, anything. Well, I guess like anything that that kid is in is Stranger Things. Is it based mm-hmm. off like? Is it in a period piece like from the eighties? No, no. It's a it's modern. It's a modern it, times. Mm-hmm. But they completely um, the the one with the all female uh, blockbusters that never existed. Yeah. Oh, that never it, happened. It never happened. I'm okay with it. It is really bad. So it what? It did bad. Like, oh, it did bad. Office. Then it wasn't reviewed the best. It, it wasn't that great of a movie. Because it's like, you didn't do anything different with this movie. You just took all the male characters and turned them into women. And then the same plot and everything. Yeah, so just like, why? I think it was like, they were writing that women, let's put women in movies, and and that was like a throwaway. Some, mm-hmm. And you know, not meant to be, but in a way, it's like, you I feel can't like do people also wanted it to be bad as well. Oh, yeah. It, the people really wanted it to be bad. Just, people yeah, people who love bad. like Ghostbusters, like, why are you changing my child? Why are you trying to change what I already like? Yeah. So again, right, putting these it probably would have been here. easier or better if you would have took, okay, there's something to do with ghosts. 
It's just all female cast. You be, you can make another movie within the franchise. Yeah, I mean that's essentially that's, the that's even thing. essentially what they did with the newer. It isn't one. It is a one hundred percent like the old ones because mm-hmm. it's it's a very 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 more modern version of the concept. If if they did that with an all female cast, it probably would have done better. Yeah, but just didn't call it Ghostbusters. Just like from the makers of Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> call it like Poltergeist or something. Spirit. Um, sma- spirit smashers. <laughs> yeah, spirit smashers. Or who you gonna call? That actually would have been a better name. That would have been good. Been like, who who you gonna call? And that would have been like the spinoff of like, oh, here's this movie that pays homage to Ghostbusters. It's the same thing happens in the same universe. You could have got okay. I think the okay has made a cameo in all. They did, one, but mm-hmm. you could have done the same thing. It's just like calling it Ghostbusters and doing that. You almost is either gonna work. Were there at least two Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's either gonna work or it's gonna fail, and it failed. Like you had a fifty, you had a fifty-fifty shot. So I mean, but the last movie I have on my list is Don't Let Go. Oh, you watched that? Yeah, I went to the theaters and saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was good. What's it gonna be? <laughs> God, that's just Queen Latifah just getting shot. <laughs> Don't let go. <laughs> but it is very. Um, it's a, it does dabble in black trauma, because you see a family get killed just as a treat. Yeah, like you see a fam- <laughs> you see you see a family get killed. You see a little girl get shot. God damn. You see the main character he gets shot at least two or three times, but like the Fuck. whole <laughs> yeah yeah. But the premise of the movie is like he has the ability to replay the last two weeks and figure out how. The stop was going to happen to happen. It's almost, it's almost a movie about destiny. And can you, if you know what's going to happen in the future, if you know what's going to happen two weeks from now and it's very bad, can you stop it? Like, if you know you're. It's like, can you or will you? You're saying, okay. can uh, you? N- n- pick someone who's very close to you and you find out in two weeks from now they're going to be a very car, car, they're going to be a bad car accident and they're going to die. You have two weeks to figure it out to stop them from getting in that car. You stop them from getting in the car, but they take a bus. The bus gets hit now. Okay, they don't touch the bus, but then the house catches on fire and they die that way. It seems like they're just going to die. Yeah, but the whole premise of the movie is how do you stop this bad event See, from happening? Is it one I, death for another death? I never like movies like that because they make it seem like every like fate is always predetermined. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, nothing, like, there's no and way you can... what's a miracle well, for? That's something yeah. I used to be like, so wouldn't all these miraculous things happen and people live? That's just its own It always just makes world. me think, what's, what's the point of this well, movie? It becomes, yeah. it becomes a thing. Final Destination. <coughs> like, all the Final Destination movies. Well, like, it, uh, how do you view time? Do you view time as linear as a, or as, like, a circle? I like... I, it just well, we depends only, on the type of world that they created. You no, know, I'm saying, they like, make... literally, as humans, we only experience time in a linear fashion. Like, it's the past, it's the present, and it's the future. Mm-hmm. Time doesn't necessarily work that way. Mm-hmm. Everything that has happened will happen, and it's happening right now, right? Mm-hmm. To so, one theory. Yeah, in one theory. So, like, basically what, this goes into, like, a very scientific talk. But, like, what, uh, Einstein's theory relatively, energy equals um, mass times time squared. So... That's how our basis, how like space travel, everything works. So the idea is, okay, we're in this table now, right? In theory, if I have my phone right here on the edge of the table and it falls, if you were to run past this table fast enough, you would see my phone fall before the rest of us sitting down the table experience it and see it happen. So in that same theory, if you can somehow go past Earth fast enough, fast enough to be the light, 
you will see your entire life from the time you were born to the time you die. In that one second, if you faster, if you look down at yourself right now, you see everything you've ever done and everything you will do. And that's the theory that, like, space travel, everything is based off that one theory. So everything that you're already going to do in your life, you've already done it or you're doing it now. Mm -hmm. You just haven't experienced it yet. Mm -hmm. So that's almost like when people talk about destiny, you can't change destiny because it's already happened. happened. But it's just how you look at it. But you can't experience it that way or whatever, right? So, but anyway. That movie don't like that's the premise of the movie. And like how do you change this catastrophic event from happening? Or how do you stop it? And even when the main character fails, he gets a redo. But then like he doesn't necessarily remember everything. He's like, I have really bad deja vu. It's like, all right, and then he figures it out, like, oh shit. Oh, so every time it's like Groundhog Dog, like every time it's he has to remember certain Yeah, he has to remember it and then once he remembers it, and then it's like, Okay, how do I Stop this. How do I change this? Mm-hmm. How do I do this? And it's very good. And it's like, again, it's one of those movies like, okay, it has a black cast. Um, there's very little white people. In fact, everyone you've seen the, everyone you've seen the movie that plays a major part that has a speaking part is black. Also, like the cashiers is white, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, or the di- people sitting stuff. in the diner might be white or something. Yeah. Like that. But like, it's, the speaking roles, the people you spend the most time with are all black. So here's you here you go, here's this movie with black people in it that people didn't necessarily go to go see, but it's like, oh, we need more black movies. We need more different type of black movies. Yeah, instead that was of the it. same cookie cutter type movie. Here's a sci fi style movie that we didn't go and support. But then you want to say you want Julian, you're making us feel bad. No, not you are like look, people like the black I like to put it all on the black community or whatever. The movie did decent, but like you keep saying you want this is no. what you want. This is what you want. And you're and getting then it. You did it. You got it, and you didn't support it. Yeah. We should just add good to that caveat. I don't even go to movies no more, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll actually, be honest. I heard about the plot. I was like, I don't like that at all. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to see like that. Don't like that. I was like, yeah, I'm not and it's like, don't like that at all. And the only movie I debated about putting on my list was um, Queen and Slim, and uh, I really did enjoy that movie. But what the movie is, yeah, and how it's how it depicts black people, how how it's shot. The colors it uses, I really enjoyed all these aspects of it. Yeah, but the plot, the theme of the movie, I don't, I hate. No lie, when I heard the theme of like, um, I forget what you call black trauma, mm-hmm. like, it, I'm not saying it makes light of black trauma, but I heard a lot of reviews saying that, yeah. like, you know, let's see black people get shot again, let's see them get pulled over in this type of way, let's see them be discriminated against. And the worst part about Queen, Queen of Slim is that it gives you hope. It isn't going to be that. But it is. But it is. And then it's just like, damn. Why couldn't, even in fiction, we can't see black people win? Yeah. And then, you know, Lena Waithe and the director, they basically came out and said, well, we feel like this is a reality. So. They said they feel like it is? No, they said this is like, this is a movie based in reality. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and if they feel like it'd be disrespectful to all the people who died, all the other martyrs who died. Yeah. Like, why they, they didn't get a chance to live? So we felt like we'd be disrespecting them by making our characters live. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can see. Yeah, I can get with that. I, I can get that I, the idea of press. But yeah. But at the same time, like after everything black people have gone through. Like, damn. The last couple of years, like, yeah, even this. Yeah, and then you even Because it's about, not like it's too far from home. You see it every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I didn't need to, to see Go this. to the movies to see it. And then you didn't have to give me hope that yeah. it wasn't going to be this. Like it's already a letdown beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to like experience. But you, it. but it, yeah. But you don't think that like yeah. throughout an entire movie is building you up, building you up, building you up, and then it's just this big letdown at the end, which is 
as far as the movie, it executed well. Yeah. That's what it's going for to make you feel depressed. Yeah. Again, when I saw the movie, <coughs> people got up and walked out at the very end. Yeah. Or right, right. People almost got up and walked out twice. And at the very end, before the credits even rolled, a lot of people were just walking like, no, I can't do this. People are like upset. Uh, one girl was like, almost physically crying, like, mm. I did not need this. Yeah. Why did you, like, I, you tricked me. Why did you do this? To yeah. Me? And they're just like, if that's the emotion you wanted to convey, bravo, you did it. Yeah. But I don't have to like it. Yeah. So then, if it comes out on streaming, if it hits the Netflix or Hulu or whatever, do I think people should watch it? Yeah. Cool. If you don't want to support a movie like that, you don't you know vote with your wallet. It's like this we want black content, we don't want that black content. Yeah. I I can completely understand yeah. that. But then you also deal with okay, you don't get a lot of black shows, a lot of black stuff. If you don't support the shit you get. You ain't getting shit. You ain't getting shit. So Yeah. I can I see both arguments or whatever. I can't it's your money. Do do with your money. Do what thou wilt with your money. You feel me? But for me personally, I enjoyed the movie, but like I can't reasonably say, "Hey, black people, go out and watch Queen of Slum." Yeah, because it was damaging. It's not a movie. I'm going to sit down with my 12 year old son and watch one day this. and watch like, "Hey, hey yeah. watch this. This is what you need to. See. This is what you need to see." And there's plenty of other movies that I could show him before I show him this, like Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but that's that's it for my movies. Cool. Josh, TV shows. What you got? What did you like? Uh, Just yeah, tell me the like, one. Pick one. Tell me the. Tell uh, me if again, you I was. I was Ask hoping. I was, right I was really. Question. I was really hoping I wasn't gonna go first again. But okay. sure. Okay. I went first well, we, last you, time. We, we can, you can go last. But um, you said you finished the first season of The Wire. Have you finished the second season yet? No, I haven't started it. Okay. Will you? Eventually, I'm gonna get back to it. Okay, but yeah, I did. I did watch the. I watched the Wire this year. Um, the Watchmen. Does it still? I, I did watch the Watchmen. Okay, um, I did. Your, like it a lot. your opinion. Better first. Better season. Season one of the Wire. The season we have Watchmen. That has been the biggest. That's such an awful comparison. That's been the biggest debate after the last episode of the Watchmen. People saying this is the best show I've ever seen. This is better than as a singular season. This is better than any other singular season of any show. Pick whatever one you want. Uh, I actually really <laughs> there's a there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's my, a there's a lot of good. The I, I did I did I, I do actually I did watch a lot of good shows this year. Yeah, uh-huh. but I will put it at the top of the list. Yes, for sure. But it isn't it isn't that clean of a break though. I feel like the, my thing about the Watchmen is it seems like this is supposed to be a complete season. Like, this is supposed to be a complete series. Like, that is the end. Mm. Like, unless you wanted to, like, fuck around in that universe, like, as far as that story goes, that's it. Mm. Like, uh, if it if it ended the, if it ended there, it was great. If they have more, if they had another offshoot, they don't have to bring the, bring back the same characters. I mean, they did bring... I mean, all who, it was any of those characters, because I, I, I never read The, uh, the, the Watchmen. Comic. Yeah, uh, I never read it, so I don't know if there's any more... If there's more characters, then yeah, you, you can probably... Uh, there's only one other character that... It was in the comic and in the movie that you didn't see in the show. Well, I mean, yeah, and they, they referenced him and say, "Yeah, he's." he's you could you could probably still you could probably be still so many there's still so many other stories that you yeah, can tell was, within the universe. It was the owl, yeah. But the director of Watchmen, he pretty much came out and said, "Yeah, I would do a second season if something really inspiring and great hits me. Nothing has hit me yet, and therefore I'm not going to do a second season." But by HBO, it's a great show. If you want to hire a new director, a new team of writers. 
to come up and create something else in this universe, by all means, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to stop you. But as far as me creating this, because the guy, the same guy who made the, the Watchmen, he made Laws. So depending on how you feel God. about, so depending on how you feel about Laws, depend uh, if you going in going into Watchmen knowing that it colored a lot of people's opinions. Because oh, you kind of doing the same bullshit you did it here was with Laws. It started great. Yeah, it it, it I enjoyed it, but. I'll get to that when we talk about it. But okay, if you had to pick between The Wire and Watchmen, one season, one season. Uh, if you had to watch, if you had to pick, if I had to pick, that's a t- that's tough. I. They're both really great for different, completely, completely different reasons. I, this is very, very. This is very good television. This is like the best. Why are we comparing two bad bitches? Like, why can't really? we just let them? I would rather, rather, I would rather have, exist. I mean, I was watching them both around the same time, so I mean, see, that's what's wrong with this generation. Y'all want to compare shit. We don't have like, I don't, like, pick, like, yeah. It's just, it's just like I can't, I can't, I honestly, can't pick. If I had to pick one, I can't imagine a universe without both because they they were both so good. But um. Also watched uh, Carolyn Tuesday right at the right at the end. Um, Carolyn Tuesday, which has had the best uh, original soundtrack of 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 any show that I've watched, just absolutely oh, yeah. stunning, absolutely amazing. I do need to have the entire thing on vinyl as soon as it's available. Um, remind, I keep getting reminded that Chambers was in 2019. I feel like it, for some reason I feel like it's older than that, but I did really, really, really like Chambers. Up until the last episode where they completely Up shit the, the bed. Up until the last episode. When they completely <laughs> shit the bed, yeah. I was like, man, the this last, show's fucking awesome. The last three minutes of the last episode. Yeah, it was just like, it was like, why did you do that? Um, another one, I, I guess, um, that I never really got a chance to speak about, another couple were uh, this show called Undone, which is uh, I thought was really great. It's a, it's a series um, that was animated like, uh, like you know, like Vector? Mm-hmm. You know, like a Scanner Darkly? No, I know what you're the, talking about. Yeah, it's, it's like I, I've seen Undone, like a couple episodes of it. Yeah, I re- actually really, really like that show because that, that it seems was, like a Josh show. <laughs> okay, it, it was <laughs> because it's based in uh, San Antonio, Texas. That's that's ah. where that's where the the main that's where the main character um, that's where they're living. Um, it's a show about a a woman whose father died, but she gets it into uh, she gets into a really bad accident, and it kind of like jolts her brain to the point where she does she no longer experiences time linearly. Um, she experiences it um, all time, all at once, and she's yeah. kind of like trying to go in between. And she's trying to since she since she uh, experiences. Doesn't experience time in, in a linear fashion. She actually has the ability to change things in the past to have a different outcome. And so she's uh, getting she 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 can actually see between planes. So uh, she can actually communicate with her father. And so her father is trying to convince her to change it so that he wasn't murdered. And then there's a whole bunch of other uh, other trauma that she's trying to get in through. Uh, another show that I actually really, really, really liked the first the first season of was uh, Fleabag. Also, it's also on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, I can't really even speak to what that show was really about. It's just <laughs> like some. It's like a woman. It's a woman. A woman who's living in uh, in the UK and she's having a lot of sex. And then it's drama with her family. She's kind of like a dirtbag, though. Yeah, she's it's, it's another. It's she's another, a flea bag. It's, yes, it's it's but yes, it's another like dirt. It's just another dirtbag. Early, you know, I'm in my late twenties, early thirties. I'm kind of a kind of a shit bag, but I'm trying to get my I'm shit trying. together. Yeah, I'm a shit bag, but I'm trying kind of show. 
Um, another show that I really liked also was uh, Raimi, which I found out it did win. I think it won a Golden Globe, um, whatever award show season it is right now. Um, found out that Raimi won as well, which I actually thought, I thought, I thought was pretty cool. Um, it was very, very cringy as well. There's a lot of there's a lot of cringe moments in that in that oh. series, but it was still I, I still I still enjoyed it. Like I would actually want to watch um, whatever other season um, comes up out of that. Um, what other series that I watch? Uh, I think I think that's uh, I think not not a new series, but I was really into um, basically was it Super Sentai Kaku Rangers, basic original uh, original Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Original Japanese Power Rangers. I was I was Super really Sentai. yeah I was really really into that show this year as well. That was quite a period of time. It's nice. a really good. It's actually really I think it's really it's really it really is a, a great show uh, to watch. Um, I think that's that's all I'm gonna comment on as far as uh, TV shows. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and drop my list. Uh, my number seven is The Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't finished it yet. I'm, I'm watching it now, but it, I haven't finished. Really good. It's really good. It's actually probably better than Seven, but like I don't know if it's supposed to be as funny as it is, but it's really nah, funny. That shit's that shit's pretty funny. It's though. nothing but kickbacks and fucking. And then this nigga Geralt, fuck. <laughs> like, I don't, like it's, 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 I think it's one of those one of the weird Thor Ragnarok kind of things where it's like it's serious, but there's a lot of like really. Just brazen comedic moments. Yeah, mm-hmm. like fucking the first episode. Like she gave him some pussy, then dipped. <laughs> She's like, "I'm out. Have fun, nigga." <laughs> <laughs> That's basically this series. Like, you just pull. It's like pull up somebody. Fucking. I'm trying to get Bay back. <laughs> she don't want me. He don't want me. Yeah. But I'm still out here fucking though. The only thing is, like, it's not obvious that you're in three different timelines at once until like the third, fourth episode. You're like, wait, hold up. That's yeah, not it's it, it gets confusing, but I'm just it's just a fun, you, it's just a fun ride. Yeah, so. and then as it goes on, it's like okay, all right, okay, I okay, I get it now. It's fine. It's 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 cool. It goes from three timelines to two timelines, and then turns into one, and it's like oh, bet. And then uh, my number six, it's actually two. It's a Gretzico season two, and then the Jesus and Mero Night Show. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed both of those equally this year. Uh, I probably need I need to watch more episodes of the Jesus and Mero, like nightly show. It's just not as it's a good show. It's just not as like raw and gritty as their podcast, which they couldn't put that on the air. I get it. So they've actually doubled down on their podcast because people were like, okay, like the only people really listening to this are Bodega Hive niggas. Yeah, like the hardcore fans. The hardcore fans. Like, let's keep giving them that good pornography content that they asked for. <laughs> <laughs> My number oh, back page not shut down. But right. You know, it's, the, it's, the, it's the new back page. If you know, you know. <laughs> Bruh. My number five is Demon Slayer. Page, you know. Uh, it, it had a really amazing first season. Uh, the only thing about it is like what takes place in the manga at this time, like the beginning of it is arguably the slowest part of the whole like series. So I know that later seasons will be even better than this. So I'm just going to go ahead and throw it down there. My number four is My Hero. It should actually probably be higher after yesterday, but it's cool. Daka. Man, that episode, bro, that shit gave me chills, dog. I haven't watched the episode and like felt that. Well, actually, watching this season, watching every episode, you get Man. that emotional impact because okay, it's my so who, hero. Who's better, Deku or Miro? 
That's not important. Who's the better hero? <laughs> Why do you keep trying to compare two bad bitches? What is your problem? <laughs> You're, what's wrong with this generation? My number three <laughs> is The Watchmen. Huh. There's like two episodes that I need to finish, and I saw some of the last episodes, so there's really three episodes that I need to finish, but I know just how good it is because it is that fucking good. My number two is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and it was actually on my list last year. The weird thing about it is like the first half of the season was at the end of the year, and the second half was at the beginning of this year. Well, last year, well, 2019. So it like it's for the culture. They animated it well. And, like, the way they did that season, like, was just, it was perfect. Like, to call it a masterpiece would be... Downplaying it. Yeah, honestly. And I say all that to say my number one is Carol and Motherfucking Tuesday, because that is also a masterpiece. (laughs) No, calling that a masterpiece would be even more of a disservice, in my opinion. Like, the music was amazing. Like, the... uh, like the artistic parallels to the real world. Like you have a character that's like Whitney Houston. You have one that's like David Bowie slash Prince, you know. There's a Beyonce character, basically. Mm. Like there's this amazingly beautiful Thundercat song, which isn't available on the fucking album for whatever reason. For whatever fucking reason. For whatever reason. fucking reason, we got Denzel Curry being a, a radicalized. That was Curry. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit was dope over Flying Lotus Beats. Like that shit was insane. Like you can tell they blew the fucking budget on this anime. Oh yeah. That's another that's another anime. That's another Netflix, reason that Netflix, shit. Netflix blew the budget on. That's another that's another thing. Like they, they couldn't do another season. <laughs> like I know that shit was expensive. Like getting all that musical talent and getting that shit animated like that. Yeah, and then, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, and they have beautiful. And now every uh, every episode is named after a different like album or a different single. Yeah, and they got like the record up there. Like, yeah, this this the songs. So, like, you can almost go listen to that song in particular to get the theme or what the like gives you a deeper theme of what the episode is really trying to convey. So I, it's dope. Like it's and it's on so many levels. Carolyn Tuesday is just amazing. Yeah, uh, it just uh, goes to show like the creator uh, Watanabe. He did. Samurai Champloo and Cowboy Bebop and Space Nanny. Like, yeah. those are like really amazing series in their own right. So, uh, and also, my my personal opinion is that it's set in the same universe as Cowboy Bebop. If you pay attention, you'll notice there are Easter eggs to it. Like, even, yeah, even yeah, down Easter to eggs. the money. I still have to watch Cowboy Bebop. Oh, oh yeah. Josh, what Do the that. fuck? <laughs> like, I've probably seen one episode. Do you like jazz? I know I'm aware of Cowboy Bebop, okay. but it's, it's I, just, cool. haven't gotten, you, I you, just haven't gotten to it. Whenever you do, you'll be like, oh, oh bro. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's my list. Does that seem you want to go next? Yeah. Break oh, by the way, yeah, Cowboy Bebop was, I used to watch that growing up on, what was it called? Tsunami? Tsunami, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now it was... Um, <coughs> The girl character always had like a tied up shirt Faye? and like really yeah, big Faye. boobs, and I always thought that maybe one day I would see her boobs in the show. We all did, and you never did. So that's disappointing in that way. It. That's the only reason why. I will, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so horrible. But yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> you look up things. Anyways, nostalgia is a horrible thing. Um, so TV shows. I'll do Mom. Um, that's coming back for, I think it's seventh season, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, I forget the uh, actresses' names in it, but they are hilarious. And that's one of my go-to shows just to watch. It's like it's like a sick. It's a sitcom, so you know a lot of sitcoms you don't have to watch it per season. You can just show up just any episode, in, yeah, and just watch an episode. Mm-hmm. And so I think like this year was kind of the last year was that year for me. I wasn't looking for anything that I had to you know watch in depth, especially since Game of Thrones ended, and it was just like okay. I'm looking for something to replace this, but right now I just need something to watch. And mom really um, filled that hole in. So mom was good. That's on. You can watch it on Hulu. Same thing with uh, Superstore um, on Hulu with um, America Ferrera. That I think that show is also going into like maybe its fifth season. I've watched some episodes of that this it's, year. It's it's fucking hilarious. I think it's ABC. It's um, not bad. Yeah, it, I love it. I think it's really funny. I like the... You can really get into the characters. If you watch Superstar Mateo is my um, spirit animal. Same thing with Magicians. So you... They, oh, have you watched the latest season? Oh, uh, the the one that just came back for the, on the 15th or the one before that? The one... Uh, that just ended? It just... I think it's, it just came on Netflix. Yeah, I watched that. I watched like the first two episodes. I it's, need to catch up. It's um, it you know the first, I, I fucking love that show. It's so good. I rewatched lie. the first season over again, and yeah, it was like okay, I see why. And then they started putting the budget behind it. <laughs> yes, and the, <laughs> all that time they spent in fillery, I'm like, yo, y'all are y'all are looking snapping with like the fashion and like man, and, like the cinematography. It they get fits is off? great. Oh, yeah. it's a it's yeah. good to just watch. And I like the mythical, like fantasy part of it, and it's adult. Is it like it's like it, if Harry Potter like started dabbling in cocaine? Oh, so they in H and M on Hogwarts, right? Yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah. But the, and yeah, it's in America. and in America, it's in America. Mm. And um, out of all of you, watched the Magician. So then you know every character, and I didn't read the books. Did you read the books? No. Like so, I didn't read the books either. So. For me, it was uh, this is my first introduction to this whole world of Fillory and the magicians and break bills and all that good stuff. So I enjoy, you know, learning about the history and going through him, uh, the lead character. You're gonna, your brain's gonna be split when you watch the end. the The end of this is gonna be like, what the fuck? We waited, what the fuck? But in a good, oh my god, what the fuck kind of way. So yeah. it's good, but uh. I think if I could get a tattoo of a character, and every time I try to think of a character that I feel like best represents me as a person in my mind, it would be Margot. Margot? Because <laughs> Margot tells her, like, grow a fucking pussy. <laughs> and, like, she's like... <laughs> Yo, Margot's that bitch. She gets shit done. When she told that boy her, he never had sex before, she told him that her vagina has teeth. All vaginas have teeth. And then... Oh, wait, did you watch that? Yeah, I saw that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it had the frog, the frog bite his, bite his dick, and he was just afraid the rest of it. She, she's hilarious and doesn't take shit from anybody and says whatever she wants in a very feminist, like, fuck you type of way. It speaks to me on, like, a, a different level. Like, a lot of times I just want to rewind scenes that yeah. she's in because she she gives dialogue really well. And then Elliot, the guy who plays Elliot. Yeah, I fuck with Elliot. Like, <laughs> it's funny because it's like he is, if you ever want to explain to someone what nine binary looks like, I say give him a picture of Elliot because he looks like I'm attracted to Elliot. He looks like he can have sex with your boyfriend, have sex with your girlfriend, have sex with all of y'all together, and it wouldn't. You know, it wouldn't be a thing. So I like how he represents 
sexuality on that show. And he wears his clothes so well. Like, if there's any character... He gets the fits off. He does. And he doesn't... It's like... Certain people put on, like, a, a costume, and it looks like they have a costume on, you know? Mm-hmm. But this person... And, and this show, you know, you may be a god one second, second. You may be... You know, a lot of different types of roles, which I know may be exciting for an actor, but... um, Is that a charger? Yeah. This whole time, I'm looking at it like, what is that? Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I could have been charging it's my shit. But um, anyway, so Magicians is on there. I I there's I can't say enough about that show. The yeah. new episodes come out on the fifteenth of this month, so I really cannot wait. Um, also on there is Emergence from ABC, and you can find that on Hulu. Like I, if you've listened to previous episodes, it's about a lady police officer who finds this girl and she has these abilities, and. You know, I think they took a break because something was happening. So they took a break, you know, and now they're back. Super excited. If you just want something to watch, a little bit of sci-fi, you don't, um, it moves fairly fast as far as the plot's concerned. <coughs> That's a show to watch. And um, two more. It would, well, one mention, Euphoria. That was, yeah. I, oh I realized at the end that I didn't oh put it on my list, my but it would be I like, forgot like about four. Euphoria. Euphoria is Ooh. up there that i i cannot wait i feel like that's a game changer yeah in a way i mean because even just like fashion wise the the clothes are great the makeup is great like even ann Wintour was like what are your favorite things for this year where she did an interview with her own magazine with vogue and that's one of the things that she said she was like euphoria has broken bounds as far as makeup and fashion's concerned showing this new generation of people and how they want to express themselves and I was just like, yeah, totally agree, and I think it's really cool. And if, like I, I said before, good if you set don't pieces too. good what like set like when uh, Rue would do drugs and shit would just start happening. I'm like, yeah, 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 this is nice. The like like glitter the yeah. makeup flowing over the face look like they're crying but laughing. Mm. Yeah, like the way it would, it would uh, get worked in, it wasn't like holy shit, like oh my god, I'm on the drugs. teens are on drugs. It was just yeah. more like okay, you're on top of the ceiling now. Yeah, okay, does Euphoria ever play like an after school special to y'all? I think that's the point, isn't it? I thought that was the whole point of that show was to be in that way, an after-school special. No, before you know, but they're playing like a game—not a game, but um, that's like the base. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's an after-school special, but these kids are doing something different than like a the family matters. You know, the he touched me inappropriately in a gentle spot. You know. That's not, you know, that's not what they're doing now. You know what I'm saying? Kids don't have that problem anymore. Okay, does it make you want to, like, <laughs> when watching Euphoria, like, I didn't want to be a bad person to laugh, but shit. <laughs> when watching Euphoria, they ever make it like, oh, man, they make, look, they make doing drugs seem cool. Like, they, t- they show you all the bad Ooh, parts. That's really bad. Doing drugs it, looks it like... Makes it, look, it makes it look... It makes it like... It made me want to do acid. Like, okay. Inception's on Netflix now, and it just looks like when some weird shit happens I've in Inception. I've still never seen that movie. Well, it's on Netflix. I'm going to watch it. God, I'm so behind. But yes, it made me want to do drugs. It made me want to watch the show and do drugs. So granted, it shows you the the, the bad side, all the. Pain. I want. It made me not want to do fentanyl. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's see, one thing. You I didn't even know what fentanyl was yeah, see, until that show. Yeah, but seeing Rue's life, how like she had like kidney problems because she couldn't like pee. Yeah, and like the pro like 
her outburst and the fight she had with her mom. Like, it shows you all the bad side. Yeah. Like, this shit is this shit's gonna fuck you up. Oh yeah. But while you're on it, hey man. It, you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> yeah. But that's the point. That's the after school special. It's the fun of it. You remember those? It reminds me of like, you know, in the fifties where they used to have maybe the yeah, where they used to have like the um, educational videos in school and they're mm-hmm. like this is your brain on drugs and it's gonna be fun and you should you're gonna go to parties and gonna play rock and roll music and they're gonna offer you some reefer are you gonna say yes or no you know it, it, it kind of reminds me of that but just nowadays kids have to worry about fentanyl and they have to worry about these things they're not worried about going to a party and maybe being offered a drink it's higher stakes now so i think in a way, they're still doing the same thing that they've always done. It's just different stakes now, different types yeah, also of kids. Yeah, I like how the show always, like, they're in high school, but everyone's, like, kind of trying to be in control of their sexuality. Yeah. Or, like, their, their desire or cravings to have sex. Because it's, like, it shows, like, the woman in the in the show, they all want sex. And they don't, yeah. they don't downplay, like, it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, there's abusive types of sex. There's, you know, like, um the the white guy. Mr. White Privilege. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah with yeah, the like, dad it, and the porn and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, oh, yeah, this is a, a bad way of having sex. Yeah. Like, but that wasn't even surprising either. You know, that that mm-hmm. really read like a Lifetime movie to me. You know, yeah. that wasn't something that I've never seen before. The kid gets into the porn stash and that just fucks. I mean, other than like the dads in it, you know, you're watching your dad in these yeah. being extremely dominant and it's not towards... A woman who's like cisgendered, you know, this is towards a person that's trans. So, you know, I get it's it. It's trans, it's men. It's, it's all types women. of, yeah, yeah, it's all types of people. It's like, and oh, so, your dad, wait, your dad's a pansexual. Yeah, your dad's pansexual at the, yeah, he just, he trying to fuck. Yeah, anything. don't don't let a 13-year-old find out that your dad is pansexual. And I think he was younger than 13, Boy, so it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, that'd be horrible thing for the if you were that kid and your friends found yeah. out, it did do this weird thing when um I forget the character name, but the the big the big white girl, how she did that. Oh yeah, the sex. She, yeah, when she like took control of her, of her sex. Oh, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. in control. I have. I'm gonna fuck who I want to fuck. Yeah, she had a she made a porn hub page. She, she did. She like, became a cam nice. girl. Yeah, but you're 16. <laughs> exactly. That's that yeah. Feel awkward, but I was like, okay, we're gonna talk about it. Let's talk about it. You know what? I think it's to the point where I like it when they say. In movies and TV shows, like, hey, not even, like, as far as size is concerned, but, you know, that's one thing that a lot of people like to indulge is, is like, oh, the bigger girl, let her, you know, love her body, love yourself, you know, all those things that I feel like they kind of push on you sometimes, especially with this new body positive movement, which I'm a big fan of, but, mm-hmm. you know, on one side of it, you do see, like, like a trope of it a lot. Um, so, I, you know, when, then it was interesting because... She, you know, wants to go out and have sex with this guy, the guy that's super popular in school from when she, you know, he's not even in school anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at it like, no, he's, you know, um, a predator because he's out of high school and he's still having sex with high school girls. You know, that's predatory type of behavior. You know, that's not what you know, you want. But then for her, it was her, you know, realizing her sexuality and being comfortable with it. But in the wrong way. Yeah, like I can, I'm in control. I'm doing this, and then at some point for me. But it's like yeah. these are all really bad decisions, and they're bad decisions because you're only 16 years old, and you really don't understand what you're you, like. It's it's understanding it's the journey of what you're trying to find your sexuality. Be at 16, you know, all of us at 16. Well, well, I know for me at 16, you know, I wasn't 
in tune with my sexuality. And if I went by what I was wanting and doing or was told at 16, you know, it wouldn't be anything that I would want right now. So it's like I see the give and take as far as like, you know, the there's young and they're supposed to learn and this is their journey. And then from us being older and seeing like, okay, you know, you guys are making really bad decisions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it could have been done in a different way. Like you could have introduced her finding her sexuality and being um, more pro body than Mm -hmm. having her be like a cam girl. Cause I feel like that kind of play, this kind of played out in a way. It is one thing to show it does play. Well, I do think it's kind of just after school, especially because no one that has a positive sex in that show. All every person who has sex that show is always like oh. kind of traumatic, or like when Rue, not Rue, um, the the white girl that Rue likes, when yeah, when she Jules. has yeah, Jules. When I was like Rain or something. Yeah. <laughs> when Jules, well, the first thing you see her sex is with the guy's dad. Yeah, when um the the girl we were just talking about, when she has sex, it's with she's doing things on Pornhub. She's a sixteen year old doing things with older men. No, she it was campus. no. The first time we saw her was no, when she was having that. sex and yeah, they videotaped. And then she videos and then she was really upset. And then mm-hmm. she's like, "Okay, no, I'm going. I'm going to take control of this. this." But it was funny because it's like she really didn't have to. No, exactly. Like you know, people she could have just, it. And, just yeah, and she did. She did deny it, and mm. then. Went ahead and did it anyways. There was no real need yeah, for she her. Becoming like a dick to the one guy who really did like her. Yeah. Like, no, I'm going to treat you bad and then now I'm going to fuck you later. I'm going to make you feel like I feel because yeah. you didn't, you don't have the sexual experience that I mm. recently and then, <laughs> just um, got. It was the, like, okay. The other, I think the blonde hair and white girl and she had sex with everybody. That's her video tick got out and oh, her boyfriend was black. Yeah, and her boyfriend was black and was like, Oh, I, I don't know. He was like went through this whole thing, I don't know if I can be with you because you everyone think you a hoe and I'll be you with you. not the box. Yeah, it's like uh, that whole situation. <laughs> so it's just like no one has Yeah, it's like no one is it's no it's not a, a character on that show that's like, Okay, no, I have sex with my even the, the Selena Gomez looking character, Ariana Grande. Like the the, the Alexa Demi. Sure, I don't know her name. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's yeah. even using sex as like a power thing. It was like I'm having sex, sex pot, I'm, yeah, like th- like that no whole one, yeah, like no sexual one just, animal type situation they gave that girl. Yeah, it's like no one is just have a a healthy sexual relationship. Yeah, not that I want to see that with a bunch of high school, but I see what you. But mean. it's just like that's why I have to ask. Like, do you think it reads as an after school special? Because it's like. If you know, if I have my child, if my high school cousin, if my yeah, my little cousin, she in high school, yeah, and she watches this show, I think it would traumatize her from wanting to have sex. Now, do I want my little cousin to be out there having sex? Not necessarily, but if I want you to, have, let's be realistic. You, yeah, but about if you're going to go and have sex, I want you to understand you can have healthy sex. And with, I don't want you to look somebody. at this and think, that yeah, this I want you to think like this is what normal. exactly. Like if yeah. you have sex with someone, it's gonna you're gonna end up as in one of these situations. I was like, I don't think that's necessarily the right thing. If yeah, that makes sense. But as far as like a plot line and moving characters forward, oh yeah, then good. yeah. If I'm just looking at it as a show, sure. Yeah, because next season we're gonna see them all probably have you know sex in a positive way or learning that maybe this is not the way that I need to be loved. You know, mm-hmm. like the quintessential thing that always happens in this type of shit is just you're showing it to me. With some black trans characters, so mm-hmm. therefore that makes me want to watch it. Yeah, and it's executive produced by Drake. So. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't you. know that. There you go. It's the second coming of Degrassi. I just rewatched some Degrassi with Drake, the episodes with him, and it's it's not that good. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. 
growing up, but now it's horrible. But anyway, so um, The Mandalorian, I put that on there. I it's I not that, that great to be truthful truthful about it. It's all about Baby Yoda. It, Baby Yoda's great. I mean, I like the guy because he was in Game of Thrones, and I know who he is. Who was he? It's the guy from um, High Garden. Not from High Garden. He's from um, his sister was the one who was raped, and the family was killed. Oh, that's oh. the Mandalorian. The one who got his eyes <laughs> you by the mountain. Her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you horrible! Could you sound? <laughs> <laughs> But he's the Mandalorian. And I think in the last episode, we saw his face because he finally had to take the mask off. And he didn't look good because it was like blood and shit and sweat. And I was disappointed because, you know, in Game of Thrones, he's all suave and nice looking. So that's what I was expecting. But um, no lie, Mandalorian's like the only series on Disney Plus that I've watched other than the Jeff Goldblum because I like Jeff Goldblum. I just like looking at his face. I saw the uh, first two episodes. I liked them. A Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah, like it's... It looks nice because it's Disney. And like I said, they have the coins, so you know it's always gonna be something good to watch. And then last but not least, oh Handmaid's Tale, great show. Always know that. And then um The Witcher. That and I when I walk back Toss in. A coin to, to your, your Witcher. Oh Valley of Plenty. Bro, why does that song go so hard? <laughs> Whoa. I sing that song to myself as I'm making drinks at work, so that no, it's it's great and I'm yeah. it's so catchy and it's, it's like a white man's Negro spiritual. It really it, <laughs> it really is. And he be he hits the notes. He be hitting this shit. He really hits the notes. And the thing is the, the guy's a really good singer, so it's like it's not horrible to listen to it and you want to sing the song along with him. So it's nice and catchy, so I don't know. I mean, I know that they wanted it that part to be as big as it is. The guy who's singing to be the new Michael Jackson of their era or whatnot. But that show is good. The wigs are great. Like they, they kind of get some fits off. They, they kind of get some fits off. Like it doesn't look cheap. You know, a lot of times yeah. you watch things and it looks like a sci-fi movie from like the early 2000s like they just now getting some money and people really watching sci-fi but not so much so it looks like trash it's like the scorpion king that yeah, yen's winter coat is absolutely stunning oh, the, the yeah. one with the fur when the with the cuffs i was like yo that shit's kind of fire the one who had the hump on her back yeah. yeah but then she turned then she gets bad then she gets sexy but you know what pissed me off because she was not that ugly to begin with you know what i'm saying it's like i'm looking at her and i'm like you know, you really could have just grew your hair long. Who cut? I just feel like if you got to hump that big, hey you should have some bigger hair. That one dude needs some bangs. That one dude with steady smashing. <laughs> he was, and you know what? I'm not trying to be funny. That sexy was kind of awkward. <laughs> like, like, and, and in front, she was she was having sex with him in front of everybody. It was like people there, and did you just see the hump on her back, and he just rubbed on the hump, and I'm just like, that's another grip, you know what I'm saying? My God, she has multiple love handles. Stability, ew, you know. Ew, 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 ew. I guess if you hitting it from the back, but he, she was on top, so it's just. I mean, like, it's just another angle. Ooh, speaking of angles. Oh. The fight choreography in that shit was like it was great. Super it's good. Dope. Like just from that first episode. Like that shit was amazing when he became the butcher. Man, <laughs> the you know it, I didn't know it was separate timelines until probably like the fourth episode, and yeah. then I was like, then I had to go online and be like, what the what fuck the am fuck? I watching? 
<laughs> like that confused me. And Cause, I yeah, because when I saw the Queen and King back, I was like, wait, hold on, this bitch dead. Hold on, they did yoke. she die? And okay, isn't it kind of weird that the grandma is really young looking? Like the grandma, the queen yeah, is was, overly like it's. She was trying to get fucked by Gerald. Yo, <laughs> she was ready to slice everybody's throat, and that's kind of what I liked about it. She was ready to kill at a moment's notice for oh, her yeah. family, but she kept making bad decisions over and over again. And then at the end, it was like, "Go find the Witcher. He's gonna help you on my deathbed." When you could have just told her the twelve years she's been alive. Yeah. So there's that, and, and then, then you find out the nigga was in the cell down there. It's like, bro, he's literally here the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Once you like, once the timelines catch up with each other, it's like, what? And then you send him away, knowing that they're gonna come attack your castle. But that's neither here or there. The scene where what's her name, Yara? Yena. Yena. Yennefer. 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 Sorry, yeah, Yennefer. And she's like attacking them with the fire, and you see like the rage, and it's like a yeah. slow mo, and she's just like spreading the flame. Yeah, that's I just... was like, I needed this scene in Game of Thrones. Like, I needed this scene to be like somewhere in Game of Thrones where I could just be like, yes, light them on fire, kill them. So, does the Witcher scratch your Game of Thrones itch? Like the fantasy type, the, the, the type of show Game of Thrones is, is the Witcher scratch that itch? I'll say The Witcher with um, the magicians, like watching those simultaneously, yes. Like I feel like I'm getting yeah. my it, like sci-fi It does, some, it does something thing. different. Like Game of Thrones is more like people playing chess. The Witcher is like a monster of the week. Yeah. Like. You can just hop in yeah. at any time. Like, if you're not following that story, you can. it's like a sitcom in a way. Like, you can just hop in any episode and just watch it. There's a lot of parties. There's a lot of there's parties. There's a lot of parties. You know it would be better if they had gods. And there's now, a lot I'm of- I'm like trying to push the magician shit in there, but it would be pretty cool if they had some gods who were over there like really moving. Because they have a thing about destiny. So, if it's destiny, then it has to be like a higher power. <clears throat> They're praying to somebody. Right. And that's kind of what I would like to see is like the upper- power grid of people there's also a lot doing. of black people in this show there is a lot of black people and they have like speaking roles and shit they're not just background yeah. like the other fucking sorcerer that she that's what made me so funny Jennifer. she lied and cheated her way to that position and then left it it said fuck it and then the other girl that you you know dogged out to go to the land that you didn't want to go to she over there Taking over lands. She's like, using okay, her all right, powers. you gonna send me here? Bet. Like 20, no, it was, I forget how many years passed. I don't know. Because it was. It was, it was, it was. Because they don't age either. <laughs> and then she got the, okay, and then Jennifer got the nerve to be mad that she couldn't have children when she begged him to change her. Like, begged him to change her appearance. And in order to change her appearance and it stays that way, then you can't give birth. You can't have kids. And then she's mad about it. They took away my chance to have children. But you chose that. Like, you chose to become what you be- became. They, they told me. you to not you even. You asked for that. Yeah, they were just like, no, you're not going to pass. You're not going to be a witch. You're not going to do any of this shit. And she was just like, no, I'm going to do this. Went to the guy, pressured him to do it. And then the plot at the end is she's mad that they did this to her. And I was like, that's like the biggest plot hole. I don't know. I didn't read the book, so I don't know if they gave some storylines from other smaller characters to like a bit, you know, to the uh, main characters. But yeah, it was just like a lot of plot. The holes thing in about it. The, like the books is like a collection of short stories. Yeah. So it's kind of like the show takes that same approach. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, do you guys remember Love Sex Robots? I think that's what mm-hmm. it was called. There was a good, a couple good Fuck, episodes I about that. in there as well. That I would, would I go back to rewatch them? Probably not, but they made me think, and I'll give them that. So I think that's about Shit. all the TV that I've all the TV that I've watched. I got you. Uh, we are running a little long, Josh. What do you think? Uh, it's okay. It's, yeah, I mean, so I'm still cutting time um, in the beginning. So okay, bet. Okay. <coughs> so, uh, first I started like kind of my honorable mentions of shows I wish I would have got to. Um, when they see us, big oh, show, big yeah. show. I still haven't watched it. I still don't think I'm mentally prepared enough to watch it. But is I know it's good. I just need to watch it. BoJack Horseman. I'm like somewhere in the middle of season three, and the last season just came out, like before the New Year changed over. So, I like, and I really do enjoy BoJack Horseman. So, like, I just need to sit down and just have a day where I can just marathon all the way through to see the rest of it. Um, the Shy, the second season, oh, yeah. I really enjoyed the first season of The Shy, and I just never got around to watching the second season. So, as soon as I can, that's my. It was alright. I saw some on my of it. List. Um, Young Justice season three, the part second half of season three, great show. It's on you know DC's streaming service. Oh, yeah, it's on there. What is their streaming service called? Mine. No, oh, uh, there's DC. oh DC Universe. I mean, this but is going to end up on. What, it's going to end up on HBO Max, more than likely. So that's a good thing. Besides, <laughs> you have to watch it on a redacted, and then Euphoria. This is a good thing. I I've seen every episode of Euphoria, but I when I was making my list, I just completely forgot about it. Um, as far as my list goes, we already talked about Carolyn Tuesday. That two is on my list. Great show, arguably anime of the year. Arguably, like it felt, it felt warm watching it. Yeah, it tackles some really like good themes. Like it yeah. also touches touches on like immigration and shit. Like there's rice agents, yeah. <laughs> rice agents. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. And then it's. <clears throat> And then, like the main plot is like one of the side plots is the uh, the person trying to become the mayor, the the president of Mars. They want to ship all the immigrants of Mars out of the off of Mars back to Earth, and and send them back to the, the uh, where they came from. And Earth is this really bad place. So it's like, okay, cool. I see all the things they're trying to do here. And that last episode really just leaves you touched and sad and. I didn't cry. No, I but, cried on like three separate episodes. But it it put it put me in a position of like, dang, I really. If I was in a different situation, I this this tears would be falling down my face, right? A different situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, my Hero Academia also show of the year. It's my hero. It's one of the best anime I've ever seen consistently, and I'm just excited to see where it's going to go next. Fire Force had to put in after this last season. Oh man, that shit was so that, lit! Yeah, yeah, Fire Force. Like, if you haven't seen Fire Force, go watch Fire Force. If you're in an anime at all, Fire Force is it. It's it. It, it can be. I don't say it's up there with My Hero, but if you like Soul Eater, it's from the same creator. It has the same dark concepts. Um, yeah, like watch watch Fire Force. Yeah, that's another like My Hero and Fire Force are good examples <coughs> of great. Anime adaptations. Mm-hmm. It's like they worked really close to the manga to get it, get it's it right, like, yeah. get it as right as it needs to be. Yeah, um, Umbrella Academy. Fucking forget about that too. Yeah, yeah. I 
I don't even know how much I really enjoyed Umbrella Academy, but I remember at the end of it, I was like, I wanted it. I want season two. Yeah. I want to see what happens. Like it was just so nonsensical, and so much was just going on. I was like, yeah, I just, I don't like to call it a trash show. It was like a show like I just had to watch. It's pretty. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, entertaining. It's, like, I, it's just so. It's just. It's literally. It's just like a, just inter, inter, pure entertainment factor. Yeah. It's like yeah, I, I can turn my brain off and just. Put something on and not really care about does this make sense? Right. Why I, is this happening? And I like the range yeah. of powers that was there. Yeah. It's, it's like it's a I different can, take. It's I different can talk take. to the dead. I I can I can brainwash you. Yeah. I can throw shit and not really miss. Like yeah. <laughs> it's Oh, that would be a great power. Yeah. I'm a werewolf. Black moms have that power. <laughs> yeah. Black and Hispanic moms. That yeah. fucking slipper comes off. That shoe. Yeah, I'm a werewolf that was on the moon. Oh my God. And they all have like this daddy issues. Like, did I, did our dad really love us? I don't know. <laughs> did he use us? Did he just use us? What are what are we? And then the sex season, how Lisa's like, yeah, we're going back in time. So it's like all the characters like they go get, get to be really, the dads. Yeah, you, you go back in time. Like, all right, did you really get to? You know, all the characters you didn't really get to see really flex. Yeah. Like, okay, now we get to see that. So I'm just. It's more so I'm excited about the show, so I want to, I want to see that. Uh, Big Mouth, mm. Big Mouth made my list. I, it was a very weird season this season, but again, like when I sat down and watched Big Mouth, I marathoned all the way through. Like I didn't take no breaks. So I was like, yeah, I, I got to see it. That one episode when it's talking about sometimes the life, it's too much. Yeah, when they're talking about uh, uh, Duke yeah, Ellington, when he's telling them that his life story. Yeah, and they and they just had the whole sad story with the dicks. I was like, oh my god, this is this is hilarious. Um, and it's also another show that reads like an after school special. Yeah. So I do wonder. Okay, on purpose. On, on purpose. On like, purpose. okay, so do you give your middle school child Big Mouth to watch, and then do you then graduate them to Euphoria when they get to high school? No. Like, if I'm going to let TV raise my children, is this is this how I'm setting them up with these shows? So Big Mouth is like another show. I'm just like, all right, I'm invested. I got to see what the next season's going to be at this point. I just have to see. Um, Godfather of Harlem is on Epix. It was great. It's a great show. Like, I don't. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Wrong show. I don't like have. We don't have Epix, so every time I go home, I watch it on. Fire Stick on Redacted. So I was just like, okay. Why are we not saying Netflix? What, it's, a, it's not on Netflix, it's on Epix. The Black Godfather? Yeah, Godfather of Harlem. Oh, Godfather of Harlem. Yeah, yeah. I Black thought it was God- Black Godfather too. Black Godfather is different. Oh, that did come out this year. Oh, fuck, that was yeah. great. That, that was, was great. a documentary. That was, it was a documentary. Yeah. That was, no, fuck, fuck, fuck that. It's going my movie. That's my seventh movie. I, I didn't really have one. That's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I forgot. Right that was We was quoting that yeah, movie. Yeah, that was, oh my God. How Niggas love Coke. Yeah, niggas love coke too. Oh man, but um, <laughs> it's, it stars Forrest Whitaker, which is funny when you talking about uh, showing the picture of like, ghost, ghost dog samurai. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, Forrest, it's Forrest Whitaker. Like his first scene, he's going through a but he's in a butcher shop with a shotgun, and he holds the whole place up. Like, yeah, I'm back. I'm Harlem. I want my corners. Ooh, yeah, how niggas gonna pay me? You white, you white motherfuckers gonna pay me? And so it's set in that time period of what uh, I want to say the late fifties, the mid fifties to early sixties. That sounds like a good yeah. It has Malcolm, uh, it has on uh, Malcolm X and the Nation of Islam. Oh wow! And how Bumpy Johnson and Malcolm X were cool, and how they're and how they're moving, and how like it shows how the, the Nation of Islam would like, kind of clean up the streets. And oh, so this had to be drugs. in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
and you saw Bumpy as he's trying to regain his power in Harlem as he's like came back from jail and how he's making the Italians bend to his will. So it's it's a last deal with family, deal with drugs, sex. It's like everything you want. Yeah, in like that type of show. It's like the Wire of the fifties. What? Where can you find it? It's on Epix. Yeah. But I can watch this on Fire Stick, right? I always thought it was Epics. Epics. Okay, Epics, Epics. I don't, I don't know. That one. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, is, it bi- is it biopic or biopic? Still, I, I, I don't know. Whatever you, however you call it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, if you like The Wire, this is The Wire just set in the 50s. Like the same concepts, the same type of deal. How many seasons is it? It's only one season out that I just finished. But it came out last year? Yeah, it came out this last year. That's like, I don't think it's only like seven or nine episodes. Mm -hmm. It ain't even a whole lot, but every episode's like an hour long. And they're just like, yeah. The acting in is great. It's good. It sounds good. It's good. And then my my best show of the year was The Watchmen for me. Like, it wasn't one show. Like, when I sat down and watched it, I was like, yo, it it put me back on scheduled programming. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can't. Wait until the whole season's over and then marathon. I like, no, I have to sit here and watch it, yeah, every week. If I couldn't watch it on Sunday when it came out, I watched it on Monday, Monday. yep. And if I couldn't watch it, I watched it on Tuesday and Mm -hmm. I sat there and I just every episode, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Okay, so that really makes me want to watch. I watched one episode of Watchmen and you all are saying how good it is, and it's just like I could not get past. I I didn't, I know, I watched three episodes. Mm And I, I don't know. Maybe it was just confusing. It is confusing. And I, you know, I was, tr- I understood that it was like Tulsa and that whole history that I knew about, but really didn't <coughs> understand. So it was like, okay, you know, this is yeah. a story that you don't hear a lot. Yeah. yeah what, what, what helped me was I watched, I listened to the official Watchmen podcast. Oh, okay. Dave Miranda, I think that's the guy. Yeah. And, yeah he's on. He talks about the episodes and like essentially the whole thing deals with the whole premise of the show. Is that trauma is passed down? So when yeah. he talks about Tulsa, you've seen Tulsa. It's like you understand like this is the trauma that her grandfather yeah. went through, and how uh, you know her grandfather and how he's a prominent character in all the trauma you see, and then you see that, and then you see her experience that same trauma that she's dealing with. Yeah. So before she's even born, she has all this already bagged on her that she doesn't even yeah. understand. And then her entire life and all the trauma she has to go through. Yeah, and, and things like that. So it's like she, it's passing out. How does she overcome that, mm. right? And it's like, okay, how do, how does Angela Abar? How does she overcome this? It's like, okay, cool. It's another show. Like it shows the Tulsa Oklahoma. It shows um, when they were in Germany how Hitler tried to recruit the the black soldiers. Oh it yeah. Shows, like, even when black people tried to join the police force, how they were still being racist against them. Yeah. It's like a very, it's a very very black show. Okay, damn, so Julian. Like, I feel I, like yeah, as a person as a person who enjoys black content. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is it. But it's a black show that doesn't scream, hey, I am a black show. It shows black people who are, go through traumatic things, but they are not defeated. They are not victims. Yeah. It, all, every black person in that show is being proactive and actively trying to change their situation and going through life. And I was like, okay. I can get behind this. I can rock this. with this. Yeah. When they're in a situation they don't deal with, like, no, I'm, I am leaving or I'm changing. And it's like, I. this is something I like to see. It's... It is black trauma, but it's like black trauma in the sense of, oh, all this shit just happens to black people. They're helpless. No. It feels me like, yeah. okay, this is not necessarily empowering. It may be too strong of a word to use, but it's like, this is- the It's type closer of, to this yeah, part of the- Yeah, this is, this is the type of content I want to see. And then um, we had the big twist where it feels like uh, Dr. Manhattan, who they've been referencing all throughout the show, and it's like, oh- 
he's been in the show this entire time. And you find out who he is. It's like, oh. Was it the old white guy? No. No. Oh. So, so watch bro, it. Yeah, watch it. So you find out who so when you find out who Dr. Manhattan is, it's like, oh my God. And it makes you go back and watch all when you re re looking at all the other shows, like, oh he, the clues were here from the very beginning. Mm. So when it does reveal its mysteries to you, it's like, oh, we laid we've been laid this out for you. You just didn't know. And it's like, oh shit. And then going and then episode eight, a God walks into a bar. Mm-hmm. And how it shows how Doctor Manhattan oh, experienced shit. his time. A god walks into, into a bar. Yeah, exactly. And then a bar isn't even separated. It's like a bar is just the word, and her Angela's name is Angela a bar. So oh. yeah, it sit there and laid everything out to you, and like, you're just not even. Yeah, you're not you gotta even catch know. these Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. So when this how the, this is why you have to be on fan pages sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Like people, they figured out who Doctor Manhattan was from the first episode. Yeah, and people are like, yeah, they looked at his knuckles. From one from one still and this knuckles from a completely different show. It's like, oh yeah, this has. To oh be yeah, him. they're gonna put them together. Like, yeah, yeah, this is this is, this is him. That's why fan pages are the best. Yeah, like the wiki pages knuckles. and stuff. Yeah, but I threw, threw his knuckles. Right? <laughs> you sound know, like a girl who does like the back. I knew that was you cheating on me because I saw your goddamn knuckles in that picture, nigga. Yeah. And I knew your knuckles. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, like, I saw your shoes like, on the bottom. I know your knuckles better than <laughs> anyone. <laughs> every groove and every line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but um, episode eight, it sh- it shows. It's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen because it shows how Dr. Manhattan experiences time. We go back to the conversation we have earlier that time, we only experience time linearly, mm-hmm. but time is not a linear thing. Everything's happening at once. Time is an Do- illusion. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan is experiencing everything at once. So he's explaining to Angela when he first meets her, we're having sex right now, or mm. this, is how, this is how our relationship ends, or we're having a fight. And he's telling her, like, I'm experiencing all this at once. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what's going to happen, and it's just how it, it, it greatly explains how Doctor Manhattan experiences time. That's and if you didn't cool. really get that, epi- we'll be talking about earlier mm-hmm. about how time's not linear and like everything that ever happens is already happening. You just can't, you just haven't experienced it yet, but you're already doing it. If you watch the episode, that's. This, in theory, is how time actually works. It's like a nice explanation yeah, yeah, that you can nice, watch. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this is this is that. So seeing and watching that episode is just like, oh, man, this is this is a great piece of television here. <laughs> I I am enthralled. Yeah. Like it's, episode 8 is better than the season finale, in my personal opinion. But the season finale is also another great, great episode. And it's just like how it ends. Right? Like all the buildup. And you see Angela take a step out, and you're just like, and then it cuts away, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, fuck. Season two. No. No? No. Unless HBO produces Oh, it. yeah, how you said when it may Ryan not said, even. Yeah, he said he's not going to, as of right now, he hasn't thought of anything captivating enough for oh. season two, or is it not predictable, or anything like that. So he said he's not, as of right now, he's saying he's not going to do Isn't that like a whole series of comic books? Yes, yeah, a series of comic books. And this is a continuation from the comics. Oh, so and this is who, this Yeah, the guy who happened. made the comic books, he didn't, want, he didn't want this done. He was like, no, my story's done. It's complete. Like, don't fuck with it. So Then he did it anyway. And he's like, all right, this might. We did it so well. Yeah. I fuck, I, yeah <laughs> I still done, fuck with and it. And it's done so well. People who really are into the comics are like, yeah, this is rivals that like oh, wow. the same feeling I got from reading this comic. I got from watching this show, and there's plenty of people who don't like it. Some people who's like this could as soon as they found a Dave Miranda's are behind it, and they hated how lost was so much yeah. and how confusing it was. It's like it no, was. no, like, 
sure, all this shit makes sense to me in the end. I put it all together. But some people are like, no, he just, you're, you're forcing it. Like, no, no, no. He just did some shit. I don't have to do all like, that work sometimes. It can't be that. But you can also see, like, okay, that loss was an earlier creation of his. Yeah. And he's perfected it. Like, okay, Yeah, you know, I can that. give it to people who can do multiple different yeah. types of shows. And then going back to the podcast of the official Watchmen, like, he talks about the writer's room, how there's so many different people of color, so many women in there. And how, like, even if he had a bad idea, they would call it, you know, that's some trash. Up. Yeah, like that's not gonna work. You're Black gonna people tell like it is all the time. Yeah, you're gonna come off it. like this if you do this. So it's the Watchmen is the best show I've seen. I said I tweeted after I seen it like yeah, Watchmen is a top five HBO show ever. I'll stand by that as a top five HBO show ever. Is it better than The Wire <laughs> as a complete series? No, because it's just six seasons of The Wire that it can't really compete with. To his one, but it take any singular season of the wire, take your favorite season of the wire and compare it to Watchmen. I might lean closer to the wire because of the, the more realism of it. Yeah. But they're both very black shows and they're both very, very well put together. And I am excited. I'm glad that I seen it. And if you haven't seen The Watchmen, watch The Watchmen. Because who watches The Watchmen? Black people? <laughs> we do. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> My phone's not charging. Got to take out the case. I feel that. Shh, yeah, get out of the box. But it, that's it. That's my list. My point is, who listens to the three-piece set? Everyone. Boom, boom. And this has been episode 45 of three-piece set podcast. As always, you can follow me at SpeedwagonX on Twitter. You can follow us all collectively at three-piece set pod. Everywhere, leave comments, subscribe, retweet us. Yeah, let us know. Tell your friends. Yes, live tweet us as you're listening to our podcast. Slide in our DMs. Do people live tweet us? No, but they need to start. Live tweet us on Twitter. Put a timestamp on it. Leave comments on SoundCloud. Josh, where can we find you? I know Jones everywhere. Sassy. Uh, sassy underscore Lede underscore Thomas at Instagram. On Instagram. If you put the ad in front of it, then they already know it's on Instagram. New year, new sass. Thank you. <laughs> Ashton, where are you? Um, you can follow me at Ash underscore Duh underscore Stampede on Twitter. A underscore Sun 10 everywhere else. Three piece set is your favorite pop out of the dead end studios and as always it's been no, no, it's good. It's good.